on this episode of the Buzzkill Podcast. What the fuck did she just say? I believe she said, ball to ball to bang to bang, diggy 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 to the boogie, up jump the boogie. <laughs> Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 319. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we deep dive into my shallow girth. Wait, <laughs> wait, that's not it. We deep dive into the hollow earth, James. In Across the Monsterverse. Yeah. Let's forget about that first part. Part two of <laughs> what? Your shallow girths? It's like a sideways <laughs> tuna can. <laughs> Ooh, bumblebee tuna. Uh, yep. Um, What's up, dude? Hi. <laughs> these are things that I already know about you that the rest of the listenership doesn't. All One of them. You know all too well. All too well, James. What's it's up, a man? Thursday night, Holy and shit. the moon is not that bright. I don't even know if the moon's out. I don't even know either. That that's how disconnected we are tonight. It's a waning crescent. Yeah, it was a fingernail the other night, actually. That's a they were supposed. Oh well, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. There was there was there, no James. It's called a fingernail. Okay, a croissant. No, no, that's just stupid French. <laughs> there was supposed to be something where it was a crescent moon, but then you're going to see the outline of the moon behind it because there was like a reflection off of some passing star and like swamp gas off Uranus or something. <laughs> I don't know. There was something going on though. My, yeah, that's, my boss told me about it. Yeah. Which that's, that's what they want you to think. Man. Also means it's probably fake news because he probably saw it on, you know, that's that truth seeker social media or whatever it's called. I have a feeling. What's that Trump social media called? Oh, tr- truth. Truth Social. Is it Truth Social? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. I have a feeling that your boss is probably a flat earther. Oh, God. Is that possible? Oh, can you God. be a, Can you be a Catholic priest and also be a flat earther? Oh, that wasn't who I was talking about. But oh, both, are you talking but, about your other but, boss? But both of them could be, yeah. Honestly? Yeah. No, your other boss is, your other boss is dumb enough to think <laughs> that the earth is actually round. <laughs> <laughs> what a moron. Uh, anyway, though, what's uh, what's going on with you, sir? Mm. How's how's life been in the last five days? Good, man. Yeah. Just been. I I had a list of things that I was going to talk about, and oh, I yeah? I forgot to write them down. And well, I have. You built an office. I could type them out on my typewriter. Your your artificial and <laughs> your your precursor to artificial intelligence. <laughs> this thing is freaky, man. My so Mike picked me up a. Um, he knew that I've been wanting a typewriter, and he's uh, a good friend like that. Do what I can. A, a real sweet boo. And he found me a, a like, it's like mint can dish. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't know why somebody was just giving it away. I, well, I have an idea now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's like a it's like a mint condition it's elec- like a, electronic smart typewriter. Yeah, it's probably like the, the last version of a typewriter that you could have bought before... Oh. This like is, a home computer. It's more like the first version of a cell phone. Like this is the first <laughs> version of the iPhone. <laughs> Pretty much. But it's uh, it was just being given away on the buy nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Site or not site? Yeah. The, if, the if, group. If y'all don't have, if you have Facebook, you should check to see if you have a buy nothing group in a your local Facebook because uh, it's awesome. It's also dangerous though too if you're the type of person who just likes to collect shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
and people are just giving shit away. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, I could, I could use some some antique ashtrays. Why? I <laughs> I don't know why, but between me and Kristen, we probably go out four times a week to pick shit up. Do you really? I'm not even kidding you. You guys are gonna need a bigger house, man. We, we've needed a bigger house since the day we moved in. That's nothing new. So anyway, Mikey brought me this electronic typewriter, and it's awesome. And then I was reading this. Did you not see that little tag? No, on there? no. This little tag says, "I'm a smart typewriter. Hold down code code Q to see what I can do." And I hold it down, and the thing just starts typing by itself. And it says, it's a "Ghostwriter." And it says, it's "Not a typewriter. It's a ghostwriter." <laughs> and it says, "Tell me your name so I can get to know you." And I said, "James." And, and it says, it, "It says, hey James, nice to meet you." <laughs> it refers to you now. This typewriter refers to you. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and then it like ran me through all the smart stuff that it can do, which is was confusing because it's smarter than I am. But I was like, this thing is, this is, we're. This was like an early glimpse of of AI. It is actually. I think I just cracked the code. I think I know what it is. What is it? I think what happened was is the the functions on the the typewriter. It's bullshit. They mean nothing. What they do is they curse each typewriter with its own ghost, <laughs> so that there's actually a ghost typing it all out like at super speed. The ghost. And you th- you think you think it's the machine doing it, but it's not. You so now we need to name it's a silver record. We need to name your ghost. Oh, that, that, um, that's how they don't haunt you badly. They just come there. You have a secretary now. You have a secretary ghost. A ghost, see, a I, ghoster Terry. I asked that it's, I asked that it's name earlier and it didn't tell me. Mm. So maybe it doesn't want to be named. Its name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see him. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, that's the only like, and then I was like, why is somebody giving this away? It's because it's it's cursed. Yeah, probably. No doubt. Probably. Where did this come from? Do you know? Uh, it came. It was right down the street here. So, uh, I don't. I have no idea who the people were. So like somebody who just recently died in their house. Or I don't something? know. It came from a condo. That, that's all I know. Oh god, condos. <laughs> it was fucking condos. <laughs> Haunted condo. Haunted condos. Uh, yeah, anyway, what though, have you, what have you been up to? Not much. It's uh, we're recording on a Thursday because this weekend is Memorial Weekend. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be going out of town tomorrow after work. Fancy, fancy. Up to uh, up to up to where you're from, neck of the woods. Going up to uh, Caseville. BFE. Yeah. Yeah. Getting uh, getting some vacation on. What? Um. Where are you guys staying? Uh, there's some cabins up there that Kristen's parents know the woman that owns them, so like we they go up there all the time. And uh, there's cabins right on the water, and they're and they're awesome. You're just gonna rage. We are. Have you been on vacation with them yet? Yeah. Where? Yeah, we did this exact same thing on Labor Day oh, last weekend, or last, last, weekend last a, year. Is it a good time? Yeah, it's a really good time. Well, we're all t- in different places. We're in different cabins. So, oh. yeah. Oh, well, that's, yeah. Yep. So we have our own gigantic cabin that can fit like seven people, but it's just the two of us. And then the architect's going up with his fam, and then the in-laws, and... Just a good-ass good time, time dude. a good time. should stop in and see Jim and Jude. We very well could. Get yourself some free drinks. Very well could. Well, and also good company. We do need to go grocery shopping so we could stop at the uh, warehouse and get all uh, all the sustenance we're going to need for the weekend. All the Bud Light that's, that's, not, all, that's not selling. I'll buy it all for a dollar. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I got going on. Other than that, though, not uh, not much. Yep. I, can... I just got... Uh, I'm actually kind of glad we're doing this on Thursday because then Friday I can actually try and get some... I've started five projects in the last two days and they're all unfinished. Oh, yeah? So there's this, which you see... Like bring, bringing up, <laughs> yeah, this looks finished. 
bringing all this down here and basically creating an office down here because the current office upstairs is being turned into a new princess suite for my oh my for me well sure a little, sure of course. my little princess suite turning that into a princess suite for my my little girl and okay. um then also my <laughs> we bought her a new bike for her birthday uh-huh. but she's tiny and it ended up being like way too big for her and she was scared to ride it and also it was a it was a mountain bike so it had the gear <laughs> shift which she wasn't ready for sure, and sure. it had handbrakes and because she's so tiny her hands couldn't reach the handbrakes so she would have just had to like suicide bomb into stuff to stop you know so we're like okay back to the drawing board and then i got out my son's bike and it turns out it's like the perfect size for her so we're just handing that one on to her but i can't just and your, and your son's gonna get the nice brand new girls mountain bike. He, got, <laughs> he already got a new BMX, so it's. Uh, but I can't just like give her a day glow yellow huffy. Day glow, day glow. So I've taken on the challenge. My my wife's like, oh, well, what if we just repainted it? And I was like, yeah, we could do that. And then so most people probably would go, all right, I'm just gonna take the wheels off and spray paint it real quick. And call it good. Or if you're right? Brian, you just keep the wheels on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me, what I did was I stayed up until 2 a.m. researching the, all the best ways to repaint a bike. And now I've started stripping the pieces like paint stripper, which is so, that shit is. Oh, yeah. Paint stripper is the worst. Noxious, it's dude. It's the worst. Um, so stripping all the pieces and like priming them all, sanding everything. And I spent more in materials to do this project than it would cost to just buy the new bike you should have just bought a new bike i'm excited about it now because i'm putting like a until custom you, custom colored to... chain on it and i'm I'm doing the wheels in a different color until and... you go to put it back together and you realize you have no idea how to put it back together <laughs> I <laughs> and took, all of it's for not <laughs> i took i took pictures of all the most confusing parts so hopefully that'll help me put it back together but i'm not counting on it <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm like i'm gonna get this fucking thing all painted back up and then just throw it in the trash because yep. i have no idea how to put yep. it back together but well if you're on the local buy nothing group you might be able to find out <laughs> Freshly painted. You can get a bland, brand new, nicely painted uh, royal blue. What the hell? Sapphire blue frame. Sapphire blue. I don't know if that's what it is. I can't remember. You gonna put little uh, tassels on it? Mm -hmm. Should I get tassels? Well, I had the new bike all decked out. The most annoying part was her new bike. So I put a new seat on it, or because my daughter loves orange and blue, so I put a new orange seat on it. I put new orange grips on it i put the orange tassels hanging off the sides and then the worst part was i put orange spoke covers on every single spoke mm -hmm. which took me like two and a half oh, hours yeah two and a half hours and probably four and a half beers <laughs> while i was down here sure and then it and then i had to take them all back off so i could take the bike back to target I'm like this is bullshit so anyway, that's what I got going on. Just dad projects, just, man. Just, just dad shit. Yeah. Yep. Well, hey, man, you're 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 a good dad. No. No. Okay. No, I, I just, tried. I, it didn't come off as very I, believable. Either. I try and make up for the fact that I'm a shitty dad by doing extra projects. Ah. You know. But but then if you do those projects shitty, you're just kind of reinforcing the first part. Oh God. <laughs> I can't win, man. Uh well, speaking of corrections. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Let's get into some corrections from last week. Stupid! You're so stupid! 
Um, I don't have any corrections from last week, but I know you do. Yeah. Before I get into, or before you get into your corrections, I actually have a celebration rather than a correction. It's a celebration, bitches. I just want to say, I was totally fucking right about Josh Freese and the Foo Fighters. Along with everybody else in the world. Along with (laughs) everyone. You guys were, uh, you guys were all hanging. Well, it wasn't you. It was like John mostly it was like. No, on, John was by himself on the live thing. Like they were doing the live live uh, uh, announcement or yeah. whatever, and he's like, "Oh, they're playing with us!" Like, "Oh, just announce it already!" And we're like, "We already know it's Josh Freeze, dude." Like, <laughs> any idiot could have figured that out. I think you were wrong about him playing on the new song, so. I don't know. I still I, think it's Dave Grohl. We'll see. It, it very well. It very well could have been. It very well could have been. I just didn't think that it sounded like him. Honestly, I, just, I don't like. They don't feel the, the the drums don't feel heavy enough. I don't mean that in like 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 heavy metal or whatever. Like 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 just the the playing style feels too light. Yeah, I don't know. Like, cause Dave Dave hits those fucking drums I know, hard. I know, but but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't think it was him. Uh, or I, I do think it was him. Um, Joey Bradford is the current guitar player of the used. <laughs> okay. So most of my most of my shit's picky here. So these are all music corrections. Uh, no. Um, so as far as movies that are oneers. Uh oh. Okay. If they exist or not. Sure. There are some examples. Time code from 2000 was constructed from four continuous 93 minute takes that were filmed simultaneously by four cameras and then the interesting and then the screen is split into four quadrants and you see every shot it was this one this one was mostly i don't know what the plot is but it's mostly improv okay so to me that doesn't really that's an art project yeah it's funny like every time you click on one of these long take uh movies the uh (laughs) the the description is always it's a it's an experimental film from blah blah blah. blah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Russian Ark, a 2002 experimental historical drama, was filmed in one take, a 96 minute Steadicam sequence shot. PVC One, a 2007 Colombian drama, is 84 minutes long and shot on a s- uh, single take using a Glide Cam Smooth Shooter and Glide Cam 2000 pro, uh, 2000 Pro Camera Stabilizer. They call me the Glide. The glide cam smooth shooter, by the way. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> there were more, but that's just a few <laughs> sure, examples. Sure. Um, nothing, nothing really of note, though. It kind of seems like they're. As far no, not yeah. really. As far as like why people hate Russell Crowe, the only thing that I could find is he has a temper, which oh. is like big whoop. Sure, you know. He, has he hurt anyone? Who gives a shit if has he's he... got a temper, dude? <laughs> so this does, is like this is so shit, does like... Alec Baldwin, and he never <laughs> hurt anyone. That joke aged poorly. <laughs> oh no! Um, I just like I hate when I hear shit like this. Like, oh, he yelled at me on set. Okay, Who sure. Gives a fuck. Sure. Like, people get stressed. Sure. Like, especially people, in like, that industry. I hate. I'm. I'm sorry. Like, I'm probably gonna. Like, there's probably gonna be people who hear this and think I'm a total prick. But like, people nowadays who call out their bosses for creating um, toxic work environments. Like, like, listen, if it's, like, harassment and stuff like that, that's one thing. That is toxic. That sucks. Like, if it's, like, if it's, like, uh, like, genuinely something horrible, yes, that's toxic. But, like, if your boss yells at you, then... What did you do to get yelled at, first off? 
Right. And Ch- even, chances and even, are he's not yelling at you for nothing. Right. And even if he did yell at you for nothing, he's your boss, dude. Sure. Go home, have a beer, and forget about it. Or if, like, you're, like, or if you're like me, you just go to the fridge at work and have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've had bosses <laughs> scream in my face. I've had bosses call me a piece of shit. Like, that's not, I, I don't know. Like, that's the not that go- big of a deal. The dude. only it's like, good part about that nowadays, though, is you can sue them and then never have to work a day in the rest of your life i guess but you so, know you yeah. know those people who those people who successfully sue their bosses and never quote unquote never have to work a day in their life they end up blowing all their money well, and then sure. they're and then they're they're miserable anyway they want that upgraded trailer <laughs> <laughs> i don't know do you do you disagree with me um, i just like i when i like people I, and it, you hear it yeah, especially I, I think, you hear it especially like in with celebrities and stuff like I that like that we, oh Kelly Clarkson now people are coming forward saying that on set of her show is very toxic because she tends to not call you by your name when she addresses you and it's like yeah, go I, fuck I think yourself, that I think that like, um our, the current just the current culture in general caters to people being well whiny bitches um <laughs> And, and so there's there's definitely a bad part of that. Mm-hmm. That being said, we also live in a culture, though, that is not taking the actual toxic stuff the way that they used to either. So they are calling it out more. So I think it's a good mix of oh, it. Oh, sure. But yeah. the, things, uh, no, the things that should be called out never used to because, oh, fucking suck it up, you know? Right, like, yeah. So now you're seeing a lot of those yeah. things being called out, but they're also seeing more false flags being yeah, called that's, too. That's 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 the problem. That's not what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the shit that shit. Like if your boss sexually harasses you or something like yeah. that, yeah. absolutely call it out. Sure. But uh, like if your boss tells you to move your ass because you're being a lazy piece yeah, of shit, that's then move that's your different. ass because yeah. you're probably being a lazy piece of shit. You yeah. know, just yeah. suck it up. I don't know. But yeah, and also if you're a boss, just don't be a dick. All of my favorite bosses I've ever had were just like super cool people, you know. Yeah, and it made mine. me work. It made <laughs> it make. Well, you've only had one boss in the last twenty years. Well, yeah. It makes boss. you work harder. Like per for me anyway, I work harder when the person who I'm working for is a good sure. Oh, nice, that's nice person. That's true across the because I want to make them proud. You know what I mean. Didn't know this. Didn't know this was going to be a social commentary podcast tonight. Why is this social commentary? <laughs> this is real life shit, dude. No, I I completely agree with you though. If if you have a boss that actually like like that you like and that you get along with, you don't want to let them down. Right now, if you have a boss that you can't fucking stand, you're not gonna bust your ass for him. Right. But like, why am I putting myself out for this? I'm going to do what my job entails, then, and that is it. But then if you, so if you have that shitty boss and you decide, well, I'm not going to work as hard then, be prepared to yeah. feel their wrath. Oh, and yeah. if they if their wrath comes at you, it's kind it's like, it's a two-way. It's I see a, this literally on a daily basis. Because you don't work as hard. No, as no, you. it's not me. It's not me. I see it with other people around me oh, on right a on. daily basis. And then I'm always sitting back being like, what the fuck did you expect was going to happen? Right. Like, this is your doing. You can't tell them that because if they're stupid enough to think they can get away with that, then they're not going to understand what they're doing wrong to begin with. But <laughs> right. daily basis. Yeah, right. It's it's crazy. So anyway, Russell Crowe's a prick, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. He's still a good actor. Uh, and Asmodeus, I kept calling him the king of hell. He's the prince of hell. Oh, the prince of hell. Yeah, so. Well, that's, that changes things. That changes things up a little bit. It's the the... The the death of the queen changes that. He's like he's like that he's like that <laughs> he's like that bitch Harry. Yeah. 
or <laughs> William Dick. Yeah, I don't. I don't. No, bo- is, is Dick short for no? Dick is Richard. William. Dick? What's what's William? What's the short Will, name for William? Bill. 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 Billium. Eat shit and live, Bill. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking. I saw that the other day. One of the best comebacks in all of all of horror history it is. from it uh, is. Sleepaway Camp. Eat shit and die, Ricky. <laughs> He shouldn't live, Bill. Oh, the worst. <laughs> they were eating shit. <laughs> anyway, though, uh, is that uh, what you got? Yeah, that's it for Gretchen's. All right, James. I can't wait for you to just dig into that cooler tonight. Okay. But first, tell the people what we're talking about. So uh, we are going across the MonsterVerse yes. today. It's not the Spider-Verse. It's not. It's the MonsterVerse. <laughs> yeah. Because... This guy's creative. <laughs> yeah, we we have real creative thinkings in our brains, and so it is what it is. Uh, so th- today we're talking. Hey, hey you what? and I were just sitting around slinging some web, and um, that popped into our heads. That's it. We were playing web slinger. <laughs> um, so we are talking the MonsterVerse. So we're yes. talking the next two movies in the MonsterVerse, which is uh, Godzilla, Godzilla, King, King of, of the, the Monsters, Monsters. and Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Yeah, baby. And to go with this. And to go with that. I haven't seen this beer yet. Nope. Because Mike's got it wrapped in a black plastic bag. <clears throat> and he's very excited for me to look at it. Hold on, I gotta set that right there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you I'll have bitch. you I'll have you know I'm biting a bullet for this too. <laughs> I s okay. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the label yet, but I, I've looked down and I can see that the top and the tab are both black. Yep. <laughs> which means this is probably a can of monster. No. No, it's not. Oh, jeez, dude. <laughs> you saw me opening a five-hour energy shot. I didn't, it didn't even dawn on me. You're not sleeping tonight. Dude. Now this is not just a can I literally of just I literally just took it. Like you saw me opening it. Why would you not tell me to stop? <laughs> Didn't even dawn on me. Fuck, dude. So uh. this is the beast unleashed hard monster. <laughs> oh, it's uh. the best. <laughs> Dude, I don't drink. It's only six percent. Come on. I know, but like, I don't drink. I don't drink all this. Uh, aside from five hours, occasionally, I don't drink all this energy drink bullshit. Neither anymore. do I. <laughs> Makes my heart flutter. Well, this might be the very last episode of the show we do then. All right. <laughs> what does this say? Let's see what this bullshit says. Okay. This is way too much of a write up for for this. Our original crew has been making drinks for thirty plus years now. Our favorite brand, Monster Energy, is about to turn twenty one. We twenty one. Jesus Christ! Wow, dude. We figured, why not celebrate? Well, I guess that makes sense because I remember buying oh. Monster when I was in high school. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. All right. Um. We figured, why not celebrate the big day of making an, uh, by making an adult beverage? We hit delete on the energy blend, cut out the caffeine, and ditched the sugar. Oh, oh okay. 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 All right. Well, That's better. Next, we brewed up the smoothest tasting alcohol ever. <laughs> That's just an oxymoron <laughs> statement right there. <laughs> the smoothest tasting malt beverage. Oh. Uh, the smooth... Uh, where the fuck... 
uh, we hit to you know, the, 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 we, next we brewed up the smoothest tasting alcohol ever and blended it with our tried and true flavors. The Beast Unleashed, great taste, six point oh my percent alcohol. <laughs> Wait, hold on, six point oh my percent alcohol <laughs> and no sugar to weigh you down. Get ready to celebrate and don't be afraid of the big bad beast. So Cheers. F- from my understanding, there was three flavors of this. All right. There's actually three flavors. I got the original. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, it tastes exactly like Monster. Now, I have not had a Monster probably in 15 years. Yeah. So I don't know that I'll be the best person to tell you that it tastes like it, but apparently it does. Oh, boy, dude. But there's Malt, no caffeine okay. in it, so that's good. This is malt beverage with natural flavors, artificial flavors, and artificial sweetener. Yummy. Yum. And it's kind of like a Godzilla eye on the can, which is kind of cool. Uh, it looks more like Zilla than Godzilla, but <laughs> I'm fine with that. For, for thriller, Mozilla. Um, Ooh, here we go. Wow. And, and, you're, and you're welcome for not getting a four-pack of this. You going straight out of the can on this? Nah, I got a glass. Oh, well. it's, it's, it's wow. Like it smells just like Monster. That's, so here's that's the, not a good thing, though. So here's the thing about Monster. If you want a tasty Oh, bev- it's green. It's <laughs> definitely green. God. If you want a tasty beverage that'll uh, that'll keep you going for for the whole day on a um, like uh, a Saturday a Saturday especially during college football season yeah Monster mixed with Budweiser ooh it's fantastic <laughs> oh oh so you're, so you're okay with that but you're not okay with I haven't this. had it since I was uh, shit how old would I have been probably twenty three twenty four. We went to we went to U of M for um, hmm? Bud Wanster. <laughs> we went to we went to U of M for one of the games, and we ended up at this frat that they called Sexy Eggs because um, um, I don't know it wasn't a frat; it was just a house that because they some take dude people should, there and just scramble their eggs. They called it Sexy <laughs> Eggs because every Saturday these dudes would get out their grill and they would just they would they would go buy like like hundreds of eggs and they would make omelets for anybody who wanted one just walking down the street and at u of m there's hundreds of people walking down the street during game days you know so they just spin up fucking college is a weird place uh omelets for anybody who wanted one and so we hung out there for like i don't know probably three hours that morning and then the monster truck pulled up like the the monster truck yeah and me and greg somehow was the monster truck not a monster truck because that was a missed opportunity it was just a very large lifted truck oh, i don't think monster trucks aren't street legal that doesn't matter so we it's fucking monster <laughs> me and me and greg somehow found ourselves in the t- in the uh the uh what the hell you, the cab yeah of the monster truck bombing 16 ounce cans of monster across the street to people who were walking by to go to the game like just launching them across the street and then the guys who were in the truck said we could drink as much of it as we wanted which is a terrible idea but we also had budweiser so we're like what if we mix this with this (laughs) and it turned out it turned out to be really good it's it's kind of like a tourist the bull yeah just just with monster and budweiser instead of red bull and king cobra the other what we started our morning with that morning was what greg calls a game day which is warm mountain oh i can't do it you've made one for me warm mountain dew mixed with jim no 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 it's so good no it's not it tastes 
awful, but it's like one of those things where you drink it because it tastes awful. This is how I know you had too much college, because you think that that tastes good. I, right. didn't, I didn't go to college, though. Cheers. I sort of did. Oh, well, weird. Once you pull it away, it's back to being amber. It poured green, but it has changed color. Okay, so there's been a chemical reaction in this class. <laughs> I don't know that All I right. trust this. I've been, I've been telling stories to put off drinking this thing. Cheers. It tastes just like a monster. It's disgusting. Wow. That's really gross. Oh, dude. Yeah. The, artif- <laughs> the artificial sweetener. Oh, God. It's I just like, got chills. It, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it oh. tastes like you just melted down a bunch of green army men, like, and the plastic was molten, and you just did a shot of it. Oh, man. Like, that's what it tastes like. My stomach just turned, <laughs> dude. I hate the taste of artificial sweetener. Like it's ste- gross. Like stevia or uh, really, NutraSweet or whatever the fuck. It's really gross. I will oh. not. Well, well, James, this will make you feel better. If you waste it, how much do you think this tan can cost? A dollar. <laughs> how much realistically do you think the can cost? Two fifty nine. Two fifty. Two fifty. It was two fifty a can, which is by far the cheapest drink we've ever had on this show, I think. Is it really? <laughs> is they right they rung it up and I didn't think that it was right. And he goes, he looks at me, he's like, It's a can of monster. I mean, if they sold this for six bucks a can, do you really think anybody would buy it? How much would a Lu- how much would a sixteen ounce Lucy of Bud Light be? Oh, that I don't know. That that I don't it know. Might, but, it might be comparable. But for, but for something that's not just like a standard sure, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know? It's a it's technically a specialty beer, so this sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm going to drink it halfway down and then fill it with Bud Light and see if that helps at all. Okay. So yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll I'll join you in that. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll come um, back to it. Holy God! All right, <laughs> that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about now. Please get me away from this drink and get me into some trailer trash. Nice. All right, James, I uh, got a handful of trailers for you. A gaggle, if you will. F&A. A gaggle of reels. Um, F&A. We're going to start with a new take on The Invisible Man. Okay. There you go. Uh, the last Invisible Man movie that was made uh, was the uh, Lee Winnell movie that was made for the, you know. You know. The, what, what, are they, what, what, were, they gonna, what were they calling that? The, um, the, <laughs> fuck. Oh, the, 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 the. the <laughs> Oh, the, the bad Dracula movie was in it. Yeah, and the, DC the mummy monster. No, no it wasn't DC. It wasn't what, monsters. What the fuck was it? Uh, shit. Universal monsters. Something. It was the Universal monster franchise. Whatever the it fuck. It was like the, universal, the dark universe. Dark universe. That was yes. it. Yep. Wow, that was painful to yeah. listen to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, uh, this is a new movie called Fear of the Invisible Man. Uh, it's an adaptation of the original Lovecraft story. Oh. Which is which is interesting. So it's a different take on that. Um, and it's not an official universal release or anything like that. Um, but it's uh it's being it's being um talked about as not looking as bad as you might think. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I don't know if that's uh I, I actually wasn't thinking anything. Yeah, well, this is uh this is the trailer for Fear the Invisible Man. As always, all these trailers are on YouTube. You can check them out there, watch them, come back to us. And uh, or don't come back to us if you want to cosplay our fathers. Yeah. You know. <laughs> this is Fear of the Invisible Man. 
Look, Margaret. An invisible man plagues the town of Iping. What rot? This is blood on your hands, Eddie! It's blood on your hands! We have barely begun. So hold on. What's your source for them saying that it's not as it doesn't look as bad as it <laughs> the um looks surprisingly good right adaptation there. of hg wells you oh did, i'm sorry hg wells okay. i said lovecraft my yeah, bad my bad <laughs> that looks so shit it does but i still kind of want to watch it well uh, mostly because i think we'd have a really good time watching it yeah I like how they, there was some pretty solid laughs just in the trailer there were i like how they use like a high school skeleton for one of the scenes of like <laughs> Can you uh, can you just play back the house maid or whatever? <laughs> just that one part of her saying that line because where is it? Where I want to see it? if I can. It's right here. It's it's right in the beginning. Clearly, the folk of Iping have lost the ability to hear the words coming out of their own mouths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is terrible. Oh, I, I just thought like maybe maybe another take, I, slow it down a little bit. I mean, come on. I kind of I caught a few of the words that time, but like I hope that <laughs> that's just like if you had that if you had that made you or not made. What is she? She's like a, a servant or whatever. A butler s butler s. Is that a word? A, but- a, a buttress. <laughs> a buttress. <laughs> like I hope that she. All of the lines that she, or like all the scenes that she's involved with, where the main character talks to her, she she replies, and then the main character just gives her a, a look like, "I'm sorry, what? Uh, like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> like when you, like when you, you hear somebody talking to you, but you don't actually know what they're saying to you, so you just go, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then you just, and then you realize that they just said, my grandma died. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Oh, uh, yes, that looks terrible. Oh, so it looks like absolute I, shit. um I stand corrected on that. Why? Doesn't look good at all. Oh, no, not yeah, at all. Nope. Yeah, nope. All right, well, maybe this one will look better. Um, I know at least one of these three is good. Okay. So Oh, three? We're... There's three. Okay. We got three. The next, uh, next trailer we're watching is for a movie called Devil Row. Devil Roo, Devil Roo, D E V I L R E A U X. Devil Roo, Row, Devil Row, Row, Devil Row. Okay, yeah. So this is a, a slasher or, movie, or is it Roo? What's when you're making a I'm saying, when Devil you're Roo. making a Roo? How's that spelled? I don't know, but it does look very like uh, like New Orleans. I know kind that of, I know so. that you suck at making Roo. Oh, I do. <laughs> I suck at making lots of things. It's not it's not hard though. <laughs> I can make a Roo. Can you? Yeah. Who says they suck at? Is it fucking? It's fucking Brian. It's of course not me. it is. I make ruse because he time. doesn't. It's because he doesn't have the patience for it. He ruins because he t- <laughs> <laughs> nailed fun, it. Fun times. Okay. Fuck you, Brian. This this is <laughs> this is a trailer for Devil Rue. Guys, are you sure this is the right This place is creepy. You guys, it'll be fun. Got some big plans. You expect me? Giver of life and the master of the dead. Where are you finding this shit, dude? I don't know. Shit, that looks 
fucking terrible as well, though. What is Tony Todd doing, dude? He's, he's just like, ma- you know what? He's, scoop- he's making green. He's That's what he's doing. Scooping up whatever he can these days. Why man. not? Why not? I love. It. He's Tony Todd. He can do whatever he wants. Like talk about overacting. There was one line where, how do you, how do you turn? Because he says the word payment, but he manages to extend the p on the beginning so he's <laughs> how do you how do you extend a hard p <laughs> i know but he does he says i'm gonna take your life as i'm <laughs> like audrey too the payment oh it's terrible Seymour. <laughs> oh god oh, okay shit dude that looks like it sucks yeah that's double du- and they said they said it it's double row double row well because it's i didn't know it was i didn't know yeah. it was one word it's like Devereaux. yeah it's like a play Devereaux. I, devil row i get it stupid name doesn't make it any better it looks like an awful movie now the last <laughs> trailer we have is for a movie that actually got a trailer a long time ago, and I have been waiting for this movie to come out because it looks so fucking great. It's one of those movies that is made to be like that new style of exploitation movie okay. that are just so fun and outlandish, and it's great. And uh, this is the new Red Band trailer for a movie called Mad Heidi. When I'm talking, when I'm talking to you, I know that fun and outlandish <laughs> are synonyms for bad. <laughs> No, right? well, maybe. But, okay. But yeah, this is uh, this is the trailer for Mad Heidi. All right. Ah, peaceful Switzerland, beautiful mountains, delicious cheese, and of course, Heidi. Don't eat her. I love you, baby girl. But you've seen nothing yet. I'm coming for you. She's one badass Heidi. She's mad Heidi. Well, well, well. Something's yodeling in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, now we're talking. That's the one, man. That made up for the other two. I have been waiting. That looks awesome. I have been waiting for this movie for, I think, honestly, over a year at this point when I first heard about it. Because it was a, I want to say this was, this was um, funded on, um, not GoFundMe. What's the original one, though? Uh, the, go, go fund yourself. Go fund yourself. <laughs> um, no, what, what was the original? Uh, Kickstarter. I want to say that it was funded on Kickstarter. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Wow. It looks fucking great, Dude, though. That looks amazing. amazing. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the I don't know. Over the top ha- gore, the, the hot Swiss chicks. I was going to say, I don't the- know. <laughs> I don't know who Heidi is, but she's a babe. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, dude, yeah, the the gore, the more cheese, like Mad Heine, <laughs> uh-huh, right? Right. The the, the cheese, the <laughs> the fondue, <laughs> the fondue, dude, fondue. That, that movie, and it's got the classic Grindhouse guy that yeah. did the uh, the Grindhouse trailer for Tarantino and yeah. all that stuff. Like, yeah, this this looks like great. it would fit right in. I want to with the with the Tarantino ground. So this is coming out soon. I want to double feature this with Sizu. Oh yeah, for a good old exploitation, like classic exploitation. Yeah, maybe not classic, but new age. Maybe that would finally be our chance to get fucking Brian on the show. Ooh, because I sent him the trailer for. We've talked about him for seven years. No one's ever heard him before. I sent him the trailer for Sizu, and he was all about it. Okay. Okay. You know, because he loves he loves the idea of killing Nazis. <laughs> so, 
we should get him in. You know I don't what? Know. I'm okay with that. I don't know how much, like, could he handle it? He doesn't like gore. Could he handle Mad Heidi? Oh, that, that's why it'll be a good episode. Because, uh, no, you're you're absolutely, I was going to say Mad Heidi would also go really well with uh, Becky, too. The Wrath of Becky. Yeah, yeah, but, it would. But I think Sisu is definitely, yeah. Yep. I think that's, I think that's the show. Uh, dude, I'm stoked for that one. That, that looks great. great. <laughs> we, we, we waited through, you know, miles of shit just to get there, but it was worth it. Yes. All right. Those are your trailers, James. <clears throat> All right. That was trailer trashed. Those were our trailers. We are sufficiently trashed. And now it's time, my friends, to get into the bleed feed. James, after all that death and violence from uh, Mad Heidi, we've got to talk about our own death. No, not so much violence, but death, unfortunately. Right. Uh, two people, two big, big stars passed away oh, this no. week, unfortunately. Uh, Ray Stevenson passed away this week at the age of 58 years old. Oh, I didn't hear about yeah, this. Yeah, um, I, I, I have not yet read to, to date what he passed away from. I don't think they've released it. Um, I never didn't read anything about him being sick or anything else. So, so who knows, but he played, uh, the Punisher in Punisher Warzone. Yeah. That's the, I think maybe the first time I saw him, I know he's been in a ton of stuff before then, but that was when I first became aware of him. Um, he also was in, um, uh, uh, recently he was in, uh, Star Star Wars was uh, he in Star, some yeah, of the Star, Star Wars, Wars yep, yep. movies. He was he in the new in, Star Wars uh, movie Thor. Thor. He was in all three Thor movies. Yeah. Um, he was in. Uh, let's see here. Oh, King he Arthur. Was he was in Outpost. Uh, he was in Dexter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so dude. did a ton of stuff. Uh, rest in peace to Ray Stevenson. Entirely too young. Yeah. Wow. That's a bummer. Fifty-eight years old. I don't know. He was Irish either. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Wow, bummer. Yeah. And then also passing away this week might not seem like it's up our alley, but Tina Turner is up everybody's alley. Tina. Right? Yep. 83 years old. Uh, she passed away. She lived in Switzerland. Didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Mad Heidi. Mad Heidi territory. <laughs> passed away in her home in <laughs> Kusnat, Switzerland, that uh, near Zurich. That can't possibly be right. It's K U S N A C H T, and the U has the two little dotted do's above it. Uh, Kuznak. Kuznak. I was close. <laughs> and not knock means night. So what does Kuz mean? Coochie? <laughs> Coochie night. <laughs> Coochie night, Switzerland. Um. Anyway, though, uh, it doesn't. This also doesn't say how she passed away. However, she did have a stroke in recent years, and apparently, she, was, she did have kidney disease and some other stuff. So yeah. there was some stuff going on. So she was eighty three, right? She eighty three. Yeah. yeah. The reason that she fits in is most her most important film role ever is in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. So that in and of itself, you know, brings yep. her into our territory. Absolutely. So rest in peace to Tina Turner. Rest um, in peace, girl. All right, so beyond this, I don't have much news this week. Uh, I have right. only two <clears throat> things, so we can get through this pretty quickly and start talking about some monsters. But um, this is just um, kind of something that was unexpected, to be honest with you. Uh, Sigourney Weaver says that she will not come back for Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is interesting because they're already filming that. So if she said that she isn't coming back for it, either it's a big twist and surprise. What a twist. Or she's probably not coming back. I tend to think it's probably the latter. Well, fuck her then. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck you, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. 
Uh, no, but she said goodbye then to this role and to Ellen Ripley in the same year. <clears throat> Maybe doesn't, she's uh, just... doesn't want to go back to do any of that stuff. Well, what are you going to do then? I don't know. New Sigourney. movies? Sigourney. <laughs> huh? New stuff? I don't, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, she another, said... Another Lost in Space? Oh, wait. Wait. I stand corrected. It wasn't that she didn't want to do it. She wasn't asked to come back for it. For Ghostbusters? Yeah. Really? You know what? That's, uh... Well, isn't that a kick in the dick? Yeah. And she even says, a little of us goes a long way. So, there you go. Uh, Wait, she said what? She goes, and to think, you know, a little of us goes a long way. Like a cameo or whatever. Oh. Like doing a cameo is a big... Oh, Oh, Sigourney Weaver came back. Yeah. Um, But yeah. That's... That's that. Okay. Um, I told you it wasn't great news this week. Uh, the only other thing that we have that talk about, and I wouldn't normally talk about this, but we're talking about kaiju movies, right? Mm-hmm. American-made, fully CG kaiju movies. Yeah. And if you uh, if you like your kaiju a little less CG, and you've seen, you think you've seen like every classic kaiju movie ever. Mm-hmm. Well, you're fucking wrong, James. Because there's a movie called The Whale God that was never released in the United States that is finally getting released in here. Okay. Uh, it is from 1962. Okay. And it's a killer kaiju movie about a or a kaiju movie about a killer whale. And it kind of looks awesome from the uh, from the screenshot they're showing. Uh, there is a trailer here. You want to do uh, want to do another bonus trailer real quick? Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, I'm not driving. Yeah. <laughs> bonus trailer. Um, this is uh, we're gonna watch the trailer for the Whale God because why not? We have no other news to get to. So and this is from the '60s. It's from the '60s. Yeah, it was released in Japan. It was never released in the states. Um, Tashia uh, Takashi Takishi. Sorry, Takishi Shimura, who was in Godzilla, stars in this. Uh, and then Kojiro Hongo, who's in the Gamera series, also stars in this. Right on. So, uh, so there you go. All right. um, Let's check it out. What does that have to do with anything? Maybe nothing. Maybe nothing, but wow. Okay. Um, I want to say that looks awesome, but it kind of doesn't look awesome. So here's here's what I gather from Japanese trailers from the 60s. <laughs> they just show you the whole movie. Yeah, kind of. Because that trailer was an hour long. <laughs> it was so long. <laughs> and most of it had nothing to do with the whale at all. No, no. And then the whale, when they finally caught, like, caught it, I just kind of felt bad for it. It's just kind of lumbering in the water and they it was, just start stabbing it. It was just sort of a normal sized whale. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. You know? Actually, it was small. It was actually pretty small for a whale. <laughs> so it's just the story of a bunch of naked dudes killing a regular size whale. Bunch of dicks. Maybe we know why this wasn't released in the U.S. <laughs> anyway, oh, cool. um, if, that, if, that's, that's if, good if we news. painted a picture for you and you want to see that movie, it's coming out in the States. It's called 
the killer the whale, whale god the whale god that's it i agree um, with you the yeah. screenshot actually looks pretty dope but uh the movie looks like like it's not dope so yeah but anyway though uh, that's your news cool man so uh, <laughs> uh we're gonna take a little bit of a break and when we get back it's time to go once again across the monster burst. you never go full monster <laughs> <laughs> Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Godzilla, the king of the monsters. Um, so this is a movie from 2019. Did you notice that in all of the promotional materials and everything else, it's just Godzilla, king of the monsters? Yes. But then the bumper at the very end of the movie said Godzilla 2, king of the monsters. Yeah, that was interesting. Weird, right? Yeah. Like, was that it? Was that, were they supposed to take the two out and someone uh, someone fucked up? I wondered if it was like a call out, like a uh, like um like an homage to old Godzilla movies because it was old Godzilla movies never had twos and threes and fours though didn't it okay nope never I, I'm it not was Godzilla Godzilla rides again or raids again rather and then there was um I forget what came out because it was because yeah. it was it was not only uh a, a different name but like it was very uh it, it was made to look like an old like an old Godzilla uh, I mean, like I don't know about fo- that. The font was like it almost looked hand drawn and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if I'll go as far as to say that it had the the Japanese writing behind it, which was part of the original Godzilla from 2014's logo too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so Godzilla King of the Monsters is the third movie in the MonsterVerse, picking up after the events of both Godzilla and Kong Skull Island. Um, this one definitely went back. It's funny. So the original Godzilla movie from 2014 had a much more serious tone. And mm-hmm. then Skull Island had a much more um, like lighthearted, lighthearted sort of, yep. you know, uh, essence to it. Uh, this one kind of goes back more towards the original Godzilla. Not fully, but almost there. There's a little bit more levity to it, I think, this time around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it basically went back to being like the, the darker Godzilla movie. Um, it was directed by Mike Doherty, who we know from Trick or Treat, Krampus. I did not know this, though. He was a writer or at least has writing credits on X-Men 2 from way back in the day. Oh, really? X-Men Apocalypse, Superman Returns, and get this, James, urban legend, Bloody Mary. (laughs) The big one. Does he really? (laughs) Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. I did not know that either. That's funny. Uh, The cryptozoological agency Monarch faces off against a battery of god-sized monsters, including the mighty Godzilla who collides with Mothra, Rodan and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed King Ghidorah. Yeah, see, baby. See to say that he collides with Mothra. That's true. It's not. It's not. Yeah, fucking IMDb. Fucking IMDb. This is, this is why we use them because they're always. I mean, I guess they're always he, a laugh. I guess he collides in a way, in a loving way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, col- yeah. You yeah. can collide with a with a friend or a lover. Yeah. Just make some cocoons. Like like Dave like Dave Matthews said, crash into me. You know? Into me. Yeah. Baby. Lift, <laughs> lift up your skirt. 
can show the world to me. Uh, gross. Okay, anyway, though, um, so this movie does not have any of the returning characters except for Ken Watanabe. 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 Uh, Ken Watanabe, he's really the only returning oh, and, and character. Sally Hawkins for a little while. Yeah. Before she... Uh, not much, but Bite, yeah. Bites the big one. She's in there for quite a while, uh, Dr. Vivian Graham. Well, new to the story, you have Kyle Chandler, who plays Dr. Mark Russell, uh, Vera Farmiga, who we uh, we know from the... Wannaverse. Wannaverse, there we go. I wanted to say the Conjuring movies, but it was... Well, no, it was the Conjuring movies. It was, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, she plays Dr. Emma Russell. This uh, is, they are this married is, but estranged. This is going to take a minute because there's a huge cast in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hitting them all, though. Uh, yes, you Millie, are. Millie Bobby Brown, who plays their daughter, Madison. Never heard of her. They're the three... Never heard of her. <laughs> They're the three main characters, I would say, that, sure. that, that the movie follows uh, this time around. Then you have uh, Zia Zhang. Z- or Ziyi. Ziyi? Ziyi. Ziyi Zhang, uh, who plays Dr. Ling. I tell you what. She is gorgeous. A babe. Like a total babe. Yeah. And she's been around for a long time. She gets around. She doesn't age, <laughs> but what she does age, she just ages like a fine wine. <laughs> just putting that out there. Gorgeous. Uh, I first saw her in Rush Hour 2. Wow, really? Yeah. That was the first place that I ever knew of her. And she looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> what does that tell you? Uh, Bradley Whitford played <laughs> Dr. Stanton. Um, yeah, oh, okay. Oh, gosh. She was... Uh, I didn't realize that she was the... And Crouching Tiger as well. No. Uh, but she was. Uh, Memoirs of a Gay Show. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, she's been around for a long time. Yeah. But uh, those are your main, your main characters. Um, uh, I mean, some additions that I, you can't, you can't. Uh, there's some additions that you can't really gloss over here. Bradley Whitford. I just said that. Did you say I Bradley? Just Whitford? said Bradley Whitford. I wasn't listening to you because <laughs> fuck you. Thanks. Uh, Charles Dance. Charles Dance is yep. the the bio terrorist from. <sighs> oh, you don't, you don't own. Oh, you didn't yeah. see Game of Thrones, so no, well, okay. So go fuck yourself. Ty, Tywin Lannister himself. Uh, Charles Dance, and then uh, Thomas Middleditch as well. Middleditch, Middleditch, fucking Middleditch. Uh, Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, he's good. I he's, like him. I yeah, like him. He's 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 great. Uh, I funny. I really okay. I don't want. I I don't hate these movies, right? I don't. But like, I can't help but when I watch them, be annoyed by certain things. Mm-hmm. And in this one, what annoyed me the most was. I thought almost every main character was just severely miscast in this movie. Like Kyle Chandler was fucking balls. He just wasn't good. He's in, he's good in a lot of other movies. He was not great in this movie. Yeah. He came off just very wooden. I wouldn't even say wooden cardboard. Okay. He came off very cardboard. Every, everything that you're saying, you're going to have a complete opposite. No, oh, okay. I'm just gonna apply it to somebody else. Okay, <laughs> Vera Farmiga in this movie, she was, was okay. She was, no. she was, okay. she was she better was, than Kyle Chandler. She was hot fucking garbage, dude. <laughs> she sucked in the. I like Vera Farmiga. I do. I like. She was terrible in this. Like it seemed like she did not want to be in this movie. We we both love Stranger Things. We both love Millie Bobby Brown. She can't do an American accent to save her life, though. 
She had a really hard time with it in this movie. Uh, dis- she was her acting was okay. No, would you watch the beginning of the movie? It goes in and out. Like you hear the Britain like behind her American strong, at least in the beginning of the movie. No, I disagree. Well, that's fair. Um Bradley <laughs> Whitford, I like him a ton. I just thought he was out of place. I just thought it was really, really no. out of place. No, I, I disagree with that. Too. Charles Dance. Brad, Bradley Whitford is never out of place. Well, that's fair. I, I, I will let you make that argument. <laughs> However, Charles Dance as the big bad guy in this movie was. I think you need it to. It was just not great. <laughs> I disagree again. <laughs> I think I think you need to know him as Tywin Lannister. No, it doesn't matter. It does His matter. Other roles don't matter. Yes, it's, it does. No, this is the movie I'm watching. The in. reason they cast him in shit like this is because people know him from shit like that. That's fine. Like you, you, he is, he is. Just because he's in one thing doesn't make him good for something else. The only thing I would say is I, I think like as far as like bioterrorism goes, he's a little old. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like he's like, a little, he's a little. Past his prime, like he, I he like just came when off I was a bad Bond villain. When is I what pitched, he came off as, well, that's what a fucking <laughs> that's what a bioterrorist is, dude. It's a Bond villain, I guess. Like I when I picture a when I picture a bioterrorist, I picture like like a like the the top dog bioterrorist. I picture somebody a little younger than him. Sure, sorry. No, I agree. Is that ages? I, I don't give a shit. The and the plot of the movie too. It was like I'm watching this. And and I'm like they finally get to what the plot of the movie is. I'm like ah, it's an it's another we need to kill a third of the population to save humankind plot. Like yeah, it's fucking you've seen that Thanos. a million. Yeah, it's Thanos. Yeah, you've yeah. seen it a million times. Yeah. Like what? Do you, it's lazy writing. <laughs> well, it's just like it's like you like it's not hard to see that that's not true. Yeah, like they've they've proven at this point. In the in the, in the first couple movies, that the Titans were here before us, uh-huh. they'll most likely be here long after us, and it was a symbiotic relationship between us and them. Sure, and, or at least with us, with Godzilla. But yeah, but it's but it goes it it goes but like humans are just they're arrogant. Yeah. we we think we are the apex predator. We think we're the top of the you know. And, top of and, the and skull when we, mountain. And when we start to crest that mountain, <clears throat> the Titans will come back, put us in our place, and things get restored. Which I like. I like that too. I like that's, that's a that's a fine plot point. What else, why do you why do you need to now go backwards and do this story? It just doesn't really make sense. I get I mean it, it makes sense. It does make sense. They though, lost because... they lost their other child in the events of the first Godzilla <clears throat> movie, which they, they pick up right at the very end of that movie. Uh-huh. I did like that, but then None of the. I wish they would have carried over some characters from the first movie. I mean, you're you're world building, but then all these movies, with the exception of a, like one or two characters in like Monarch, they never pick back up with those same characters. Well, did they? You're constantly seeing it from different perspectives that all somehow find their way back to Monarch. Did they know when Godzilla came out that they were planning like a whole? Oh yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah. did they? Or, well, yeah, the bumper at the end of Godzilla talks about Skull Island. So yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. And then even well, pretty much most of the characters in Skull Skull Island die, and that also takes place sixty years in the like past. Fi- so yeah, it was like, like fifty years ago. That so, one, that one, I sort of understand. Yeah, that one I get. Right. But I wish 
unless I'm missing something. I just wish they would have connected. Well, Skull Island, at least for this movie, doesn't matter too much. Right. Because it's, it's a different, you know, it's going back to the Godzilla universe, whatever. Um, I don't know. I just, I just wish they would have done more. I also felt like the whole first half of this movie, plot-wise, was really clunky. Like, it felt like it was on fast forward. Like, they were just rushing into the story. Yeah. And, like, it just didn't, it, it felt very clunky. Once it got to the halfway point, though, I'm like, okay, <laughs> now it's sort of slowed down and it found its pace. And I loved it from, like, the halfway point on. Yeah. But I felt like I said, I felt the first, the first half of it was just like, they're just shoving story down your throat to get to where they need to be. And it was just like, ah, well, cause they could have been handled so much better because they needed to, they needed to introduce so many different monsters. aspects to the, oh. not even just the monsters. Like, just like you needed to set up the, the, cause you, now you have two, two new mains who have, one dead kid who died yep. seemingly, you know, because of, the dad thinks it was because of Godzilla, but Which, it wasn't actually because of Godzilla. Isn't and that kind of the same story from the first movie? In a way. It's the two parents and then their kid. Like, oh. like there's age differences, but it's kind of the same story. And then they do the, not to jump ahead, but they do the exact same thing again. With in like one Kong of the, versus Godzilla, yeah. <laughs> like they just keep repeating the same story with their characters. Yeah, and it's it's like, especially in this in this movie, <clears throat> like they had they had the one, uh, to, and I'm gonna jump ahead again, mm-hmm. but they have one character who sacrifices themselves yeah. for the greater good, right? Yeah. Ken Ken Watanabe, and that was awesome. Sure, like Great it was scene. it was an Armageddon moment. Like I I'll stay behind. I'll do it. I'll fucking. I'll go take the nuke so that we can kickstart Mahart, Kingstown Mahat, Kingstown Mahat on on Godzilla, so he can come back and fuck shit up. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's like a really touching moment. Like he takes his mask off, even though he'd be choking on radiation, the, the and his world building, his blood would be boiling. The world building they did just in that scene too was fantastic. Yeah, opened up the possibilities for like tons more. We'll, oh, for we'll, sure. We'll get there later though. Yeah. But so like you already had the martyr, right? Yeah. You had this Ken Watanabe's character. He he went in, did a badass thing, and then at the end of the movie, you do it again with Vera Farmiga. I, I was like, come, on, you can't have two martyrs in one movie. That doesn't. But it's all, like from what she does in the beginning of the movie, Vera Farmiga's character. You're like, well, she should. She should probably die because she's an asshole, right? Yeah. She, I think she thought she was doing the right thing. She deserves thing. it. Well, she she was doing what she was doing. So basically what happens is uh, there's a, there's this whole bioterrorist or whatever. You think that they kidnap her for her work. Right. It turns out she's working with them. The whole – it was made to look like she was kidnapped so that she could basically work with them because she dev- – she, uh, 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 made this machine that can basically the orca that can basically communicate with the titans based on certain like frequencies yeah so the the bioacoustics yeah of of the she found out that each one of the titans has certain certain uh bioacoustics and she had basically their way of communicating she had compiled different uh, frequencies and different wavelengths of these bioacoustics mixed with one mystery bioacoustic that Which would turns out was human humans <laughs> that would send out this that would send out this like alpha wave yep that could sort of like tame 
tame them in a way? Sort of, yeah. It, it, either, it's <clears throat> either calming or it's aggressive or whatever. You can kind of change it, I think, to what you want. Yeah. And we also know at this point in the movie that since the events of the first Godzilla movie, all these different titans around the world have been uncovered mm-hmm. and under wraps by Monarch, and the world knows about them. There's like 30 of them or something like that. There's tons of them. They're oh, all over. They're yeah, all over the place. Yeah. So the whole so the bioterrorist plan is to start waking them all up one by one to basically wipe out half the population because we are killing the planet and the only way the planet's going to like you know sustain itself and rebuild is if basically you wipe out a ton of people it's funny too she where have you where have you heard that before it's funny too because she's she gets on the, the the call with them and she says and she's showing she's basically showing them a slideshow and saying um humans have been the apex the apex organism on on earth for thousands of years and look what we've done to the earth and she says overpopulation first of all this might be controversial to say the earth is not overpopulated no it's not yes it is no it's not okay uh urban areas are overpopulated for sure but it's like, over. It's over. It's overpopulated in terms of what the natural resources that we are taking from the Earth to sustain the population that we have. It's not that there's. It's not the people to land ratio. That's not. That's not what people mean when they're talking about overpopulation. It's the demand for resources of the population from the Earth. Well, then that being said, that can't sustain it. That being said, she moves to the next thing. She says pollution, and she cuts to a scene of a nuclear reactor. Yeah. <laughs> Nuclear power is the cleanest power that we have. That that's the cleanest power option that we have. If you spread the people, if you spread the overpopulated uh, population across the earth a little bit and put more nuclear power into like into effect, it would be a much better. Tell me how you really feel. It'd be a much better world. She basically answered her first well, question with the second question. Her whole her whole reason for doing this though is basically because she lost one son. Yeah. In in the 2014 events, and she's all pissed off, so she's doing whatever she needs to do using the Titans. Sure. It's 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 not a great story. It doesn't not all the wires <laughs> connect, but she's also kind of a whack job. So not all the wires connect. Well, it's also, it's, it's also one of those things like, like, okay, let's, let's say the earth is overpopulated. Let's say we are polluting everything. Then, then we'll all, we'll all die. Well, she was trying to save that. Well, that's who's, who's to say that we're supposed to be here for that long. You know what I mean? Like, let us, let us die out and then let the earth recover. And then it starts over. Sure. You know what I mean? If, if the Titans, if the Titans are here to clean up the mess anyway, they'll do the same thing regardless of whether they do it or we do it. Right. Sure. And that by that logic, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um. That's like, it, and that's it's the arrogance of man thinking sure. that we deserve to be here. We deserve to be the kings of the planet. Well, we don't. You sure. know, especially sure. in this context where you have a bunch of Titans who were the gods that came before humans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't deserve this planet. So. They'll so, come and they'll strike a balance. So the, as we've said, the, the 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 human story in this movie is very thin. It's very, I want to say, I don't even want to say that's convoluted because it's not. It's just thin. It's and, not. It's and, just and, it serves it serves the purpose of 
progressing a story. Showing showing them waking up all these Titans. It is the platter on which the Titans sit. Right. Because the Titans in this movie, pretty fucking awesome. Pretty sweet. Yeah. That's where <laughs> that's, you really get into the cool stuff. Yeah, that's that's where you win. Um, so we've got we've got Godzilla, Godzilla obviously. Yep. We've got uh Ghidorah. Ghidorah. We've got uh, Ghidorah for those who don't know is the three headed Ghidorah or Ghidra. Which which camp are you in? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Ghidorah because that's what they say in I'm, the movie. I'm also Ghidorah, but he's also called Ghidra in a lot of ways. Yeah, Ghidra the three headed monster right. or King Ghidorah. Right. Yeah, it, I'm weird. gonna say Ghidorah. Yeah, uh, Rodan mm-hmm. or the, Monster Zero. The fired huh? What's it or Monster Zero? Same same for Ghidorah. Yeah yeah, uh, Rodan. Mothra. Mothra. Um, Mothra was fucking dope. Mothra was awesome. <laughs> was so cool. She was so cute. I know. Like, for, for, <laughs> she, like for every time being, she would get vicious, I'd be like, oh, but for, also like, oh, God. For just being a moth, she was so majestic, but also fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like she would, um, like she would be, she'd be floating along looking like beautiful. And then all of a sudden she'd do that thing with her claws where she went, and like I, held them out at weird angles, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that's I creepy." I so wanted her when Godzilla was getting his ass beat, and Mothra comes to save the day. I so wanted Mothra to like attach herself to Godzilla's back the way like the Dragon Zord used to in Power Rangers, and then have like, like Godzilla have him fly around. around. <laughs> I wanted that so bad. Uh, it didn't happen, but I think I yeah, I thought it was awesome the way she sacrificed herself. Oh, basically, yeah. basically to give him an extra boost. Yeah. But it was really sad, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. such a bummer. I, I felt like this movie really blew their wad with the monsters. And I almost feel like they 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 did a little bit too much too quick in terms of all the monsters. I, I felt they should have built a little bit more if they're trying to build these movies up. But um, Rodan, though, I think Rodan was my favorite out of all four. Just looked fucking awesome. A lava bird. Rodan was cool. It was just cool. It looked cool. Would they call it Rodan the fire demon? Yeah. Yeah. Like half bird, half like dragon, magma. Almost like, like a... Uh, awesome. It, its head almost looked like like pterodactyl. Yeah. It was, it was super, super sweet. But the... Like, yeah. I love the fact... Like, his wings were always on fire. The, like, the, the, the back end of his wings were always, like, streaming lava yep, off of him. Yep. I thought that was so cool. It was, it was awesome. Um, but, yeah. So, the, the monsters were sweet, though. But the, the I think the scenes that really steal the show, it's not about Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It's not about Rodan. The scenes of Mothra with all of her colors and stuff when she mm-hmm. breaks through the crowd. Or mm-hmm. crowd. Clouds are really cool. Yeah. But King Ghidorah, his silhouette when he's in, like, the fucking oh, clouds and shit is massive yeah. and it's so cool so and it's, awesome and and the monsters were really 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 awesome even though i thought they overdid it with the monsters they they this should have been the culmination of like five movies finally bringing them all together yeah especially like i mean like at the end where you have all the monsters bowing to yeah but you essentially kill mothra i mean i know there's i know the story of mothra goes deeper than that so they can sure. easily bring her back right did you get the story that dr lin or chen she goes by two different names in the credits. I don't know why that was. Is that because she also portrayed like her mother? Doctor in those flashback photos. Doctor Irene Chen. Yeah. But then she's also credited as Doctor Lin. So I wonder if she because because she did play her mother, I think, in the flashback photos, maybe that's what they're referring to. But she doesn't have like a 
a two credit thing. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Really? I'm literally looking at it right now. For z- uh oh, I see. Okay, Doctor Eileen Chen and Doctor Ling. Yeah, so I say, they showed those flashback photos, and I'm wondering if that was her that played those characters as well. Okay, so Doctor Ling but, is when she was short haired. Yes. And Doctor, oh shit, uh, Doctor. Well, uh, I have no idea. Regardless, have you ever seen the original Mothra movies, or the Mothra Godzilla yeah. movies? Yeah. So in those movies, there's two twins that are the keepers of Mothra, basically. Mm-hmm. They really, really highlighted Dr. Ling mm-hmm. as being like having a connection to Mothra. Mm-hmm. And they said that she's third generation monarch. So, and then they show old pictures of her when she was a child. And th- she has like two moms almost, it looks like, or two sisters that are there. Sure. Is she supposed to be related to those twins from the original movies? Hmm. Because because when Mothra came back the one time, they really they cut to her in the spaceship, like she was feeling Mothra coming back, like sensing her or something. Like yeah. She was connected to him. So I wonder if that's what they were trying to set up. And if it is, I hope they bring her back for more movies and they dive into the Mothra mythos a lot more. Like I would take an entire Mothra movie. I think Mothra was like oh, the yeah. real star of this movie. Yeah. Like low key. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I loved I loved all that though. I did think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, and I'm, I'm maybe I'm jumping all over the place, but like, did you notice that the proportions of the Titans just changed for whatever scene they wanted to put them in? In what sense? Just their their overall size. Like when they're fighting in in the cities, they're these gigantic <clears throat> whatever. But then whenever they have them near human people, they're way smaller. To like fit them into frame or or whatever, like their who, proportions. Who was, who was smaller? All of them. Like Godzilla changed proportions a ton. I felt like. Well, he also grew. They said that he like he he grew after uh after um, they let they let the bomb off in his yeah, house. After he yeah, lit the bomb off in his face. Sure, but like <laughs> even before then, though, I felt I felt it. I felt that I actually thought this in the other movies too. I don't think I said it though in the last episode. But like, I just feel like, they, like the, there's no there there's no rules with the proportions of these things. Yeah. It's just kind of whatever they show. The next movie is really bad with it. Really? Like really bad. I don't think I noticed that. You'll have oh, to yeah. like run maybe I will. Run, I will. You'll have to run me through some of the scenes where I I will. But um yeah, I don't know. I, I, that was a little bit distracting because I'm like, how big are they supposed to be? One no, <laughs> one moment they're towering over skyscrapers, and then in the other moment there's a human next to him, and like the human is like as tall as like their nose, but proportionally that doesn't make any sense. Really? Yeah. Like it's just weird. It's just weird. Okay. It, it just yeah, doesn't to, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You have to, to me. point that out for me. Um, I, I I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like what? Else? I mean, what else? Um, yeah, as far, as far as this one goes, like, I, I liked the, there was, I liked the, uh, the journey down into the, to the, the sub, the sub layer, like, where they found Godzilla's home, basically. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool, like, but then they, ex- they expand upon that in the next movie. It doesn't make sense. It makes well, no fucking sense. So he doesn't actually live in the, yes, in they, the. They, he, in this movie, he did. Well, no. In this movie, he lived under the under the sea, <laughs> like 
in a almost like a sunken city, like Atlantis kind of thing. Well, okay, that's where Godzilla lived. I guess the next movie more explains where Kong came from. I guess that's a little bit different, but still. But like, would but they, that but also they, doesn't make sense though? Because like, would would Godzilla like the place that Godzilla was? Uh, like a sunken city, like a sunken. Uh, so here's what did they say? Like it was not Egyptian or anything. Like, no, it was like it's um, like Mesoamerican or some shit. Not not, not Mesoamerican. Would but... that be far enough under the water no, for see, it to that's... be as radioactive as no. he needed it to be for him to like? They also they say I don't know if it was this movie or the next movie, but they literally say that all of these creatures lived in the Hollow Earth. They yeah. talked about that in the first Godzilla movie, right? So where his home is is would be in the hollow earth and they even talk about how way back in the day there was a civilization of of people that mm-hmm. lived side by side with these deities and well, those, there was like a I whole mean, thing around it but that was like but those but were that hollow was, earth people um it, they say they, they talk about it there's actually there's actually a new there's actually a new uh uh king kong animated series coming out that is all about the origins of Kong living with the indigenous people in the hollow earth. So those were, okay. They were, those were hollow earth people they were talking about. That's my understanding of it. I thought that what they were talking about was, yeah, all the monsters came from the hollow earth, but the, the symbiotic relationship that, uh, that they had was up here with us. I took it. No, I see. I took it as like it, was, the, it like, was down below, like the like the natives natives of Skull Island. Yeah. the way they coexisted with Kong. That's sure. what I. That's kind of what I gathered from it. Well, yeah, it was it was same same type of relationship, but I I took it as in that was in the Hollow Earth though. Hmm. That's okay. just that's just how I took it. Um, but even still, it just it, I I liked it in this movie. I liked the way that they portrayed it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. You know, he's down there. There's all this like ancient ruins around him, like, you know, remnants of time past, but mm-hmm. that's still his sanctuary. And then they let off a you know, atomic bomb. They down fucking there. let off a nuke in his face. Hey, hey, they brought Godzilla back to life, totally decimated the oceans. <laughs> <laughs> Completely decimated the oceans. They did the uh they did the they did the uh what the hell was the oxygen bomb or whatever. To yeah. try and kill oh, yeah. to try and kill Ghidorah. Kill everything and that would kill everything. Oh suck the oh. oxygen out of the water. It would kill everything in the water. Well it, it said <laughs> it said it would kill everything within a two mile radius. So that's I mean, it's you know, in the grand still, but... in the grand scheme of things with how big the ocean is, two miles is not yeah, that bad. You're right. But like the one thing we didn't bring up is the reason that Ghidorah is so powerful against oh against against Godzilla because Godzilla is the apex predator he's mm-hmm. the king of the monsters but Ghidorah is actually an alien an alien which he was in the in the original series too was he yep okay yep monster zero definitely came from another planet so that's that's in keeping with the the original lineage there's just something i don't like about it because he, seems like an easy way out well no it's i, I think it's more because of the character design because he looks like a dragon. Yeah. And dragons are a, a, an earth thing. You yeah. know? But he can also oh, yeah, regener- he's got a couple extra heads, but like but he, he can still regenerate. looks like a fucking he could, dragon. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you. Like, that's a... I don't know. I just can't picture a dragon coming from space. You know? Yeah, Monster... Uh, it was either Monster Zero or or one of the Ghidorah movies with Godzilla. It's on like another planet. 
than the, the, in really? the original ones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like it's that. It's awesome, plot too. Point. But um, yeah, no, it, it, that plot point is whatever. It's they're they're goofy. It's a goofy monster movie. What do you want from it? Um, no, yeah. I still I don't get me wrong. I still enjoyed it. I thought it was a it, it was a fun like I'm I'm I've I, I've always liked kaiju movies. Sure. I've always liked giant monster movies like I I've I'm like kind of getting reacquainted with them now, though, and realizing just how much I love them. Like I, I just love. There's a, there's a part of me where it's like this, it's like this part where I, w- I would die immediately, right? Oh yeah. But there's, of course you would. <laughs> but there's, there's this part of me where I'm like, I kind of wish this was real life because it would like, it would kind of make life interesting and fun. If every once in a while these giant monsters came out of nowhere and just started fucking fighting in our cities, you know, like here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the would, thing. That, it would be sort of fun. Here's the thing though that they don't touch upon in these movies. There's no big cities left. They've decimated every oh, big me- metropolitan area in the entire world at this point. I I can't like I can't tell you how many times I thought like, oh wow. Everyone just died. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a part like whenever they crash into a building and everything comes down dead. <laughs> There's a like yeah, they they show you these com- they show you these comforting shots of of the the crowds like screaming as the as as the the monsters are coming into town. Yeah. And they show you these comforting shots of people evacuating buildings. That wouldn't do shit. But but only 2 minutes goes by before every building in the town, the city is completely decimated. So like Everyone died. Listen, I, I was a... downtown. I was downtown when the Hudson Building came down. Right? Yeah. That was one building, mm-hmm. a controlled demolition, and we were still running down the street, avoiding clouds of dust. Yeah. And we thought we were that far away. <laughs> right. I can't. Like, like every time they throw a kick, it's like seven nine elevens. No one surviving that. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Well, and I was thinking too, like there's a part, and um, I'm gonna jump just just to just for this part, I'm gonna jump to the next movie. But there's a part where uh, Kong and Godzilla are fighting each other, and and they're in Hong Kong, and he, uh, one of the buildings has one of those like rotating 360 degree uh, restaurants at the top, yeah, and. It's like this really epic heroic scene where Kong grabs that thing and throws it like a frisbee at at Godzilla and you're thinking Oh my god. <laughs> you're like you're like oh that was awesome until you realize oh there was probably 200 people in there. Yeah. And they yeah. all just died. Well, the flying saucer. <laughs> it's just it's pretty fucked up when you really think about the amount of damage and death that that really goes oh, yeah. into oh, yeah. to these fights, you know. What oh I mean? yeah, so many people are dead. Yeah, and they don't even talk about it. Yeah, ever. Um, I wish that, um, and not even that. I wish I. I wish. Well, I do wish. I wish they wouldn't have turned it into. And I know it's impossible with these kind of movies, and I know that this is exactly what you're getting into, and yada yada yada. But the movie really started towing the line on my patience with it just being a CGI fest mm. for a while there. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, it's too much. Yeah. There is such a thing as being too much. I thought that this movie told the line enough to where it never fully went over the edge, but it was like, there's, there's parts from just like, 
I need some like real story here. Like I need some real people. I need some, some anything, right? Sure. Which is why like in these movies, the Jur- I, I just watched the making of Jurassic Park. Don't ask me why the other night, but mm-hmm. I did. And their, their use of love of CGI dinosaurs mixed in seamlessly with practical gigantic animatronics and yeah. stuff. It, it, it's so perfect. Yeah. And I know that in a movie like this, that's, it's just not really it's, that possible yeah, but i wish they could find a way to make certain things work unless you went back to the dude in the rubber suit in a miniature city which i'm not even talking about just, i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about take the take the jurassic park approach when it's full body and they're doing all crazy shit yeah. cg but if you're doing like close-up stuff or if you're doing you know oh, yeah. like really like 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 I don't know. Well, because they do plenty. Whatever, like, they do plenty use... of close-up shots of of Godzilla's face, sure, stuff like sure. that. And there is like it just I, especially, grounds it in reality, es- like a little bit more. Especially with what Godzilla's face looks like, that texture they haven't gotten like they haven't gotten it right yet on with CG. Do you know what movie? <laughs> Except for in Godzilla '98, <laughs> I was literally just going to say, I, I you know, know what? You no, you know what movie did it right? 98 because that's what they did they had practical godzilla faces yeah mixed with the cg and it worked that you can't take that away from that movie that part of it worked no you're right oh i do have to bring up because i mentioned <laughs> last week uh godzilla's cankles did you notice that he was oh my doing... god his thighs were gigantic in did this you movie? notice that he was doing like calf raises oh, before yeah. this uh, oh, before yeah. this movie I think he they listened to our podcast from last week, and then they traveled back <laughs> well, to 2019. His cankles were gone, but his cankles God, were gone. Godzilla had a bigger ass in this movie for sure. Oh yeah, oh, his thighs were fucking juicy. Oh, he was thick, <laughs> thick with three C's, baby. Thick boy, fucking thick boy. Um, look at my notes here to make sure that we're not. It's kind of funny how anything. it's um, it's funny how like he. When he's all squared up and everything, and he's got his head down in like a fighting stance, he looks beefy and bulky, and his head looks proportionate. Sure. But when he throws his head back to do his little shriek in the air, his head his so <laughs> his head is so tiny uh, yeah, compared to yeah. the rest of his body. It really is. There, I'm looking at my notes here before we move on. There's a couple of things that like I just have to mention. Mm-hmm. The the scene right after they blow up his on purpose blow up his like layer to recharge him yeah. right and then fucking magmazilla comes out which yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where Godzilla just kind of looks at the humans, and all I was thinking of in that scene was that scene from Harry Potter where the snake looks at him. He goes, "Thanks." <laughs> That's all I was thinking of. <laughs> Like I'm just I'm just waiting for Godzilla to just say something. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Awesome. Uh, this uh, the fight scenes with all four monsters in the city was amazing. Yeah, that like, was cool. So, like I said, it's a CGI fest, but it was it was so fucking yeah. cool. It didn't matter. Um, it's what you came here for, right? Yeah, it's ex- to see big monsters fight each other. Exactly, exactly. You know? The big takeaway at the end of the movie is after Godzilla bites off Ghidorah's head and then, like, kind of like weirdly deep throats his neck. It's it's, it's a thing. Um, but oh. like like <laughs> Ghidra Ghidorah is is in fact dead or whatever. However, the bumper of the movie after the credits is that oh his head was recovered and mm. bought by the bioterrorists. Right. So you know that there's going to be some more King Ghidorah in the future. 
Which is funny. Charles Dance didn't come back for the next movie. This, this is what I'm saying. They he don't just, bring anybody back. He just buys the head and he sells it to the dude who's the main character well, of the next movie. I have this head. I'm really old, though. I can't really do anything. <laughs> Take it. Just pay me my money yeah, and I'll I, be I, on my way. <laughs> okay, so that was, that was Godzilla King of the Monsters. I oh, liked it. Well, I will say... I, I think I said two weeks ago that if I could go out by having Godzilla puke fire down my throat the way the Muto died, yeah, I'd be totally happy with sure. that. I've changed my mind. Okay. If I could go out the way Ghidorah did in this movie by having him eating my neck and puking fire out of my not, mouth. Not, not down my throat, but puking the fire out of my mouth. Up my throat. Up my throat. <laughs> That's how I want to yep. go. Yep. Because that that's was just, that was pretty epic. That's just a solid way to go out. Um, yeah. So anyway, Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time. It was great. It's uh, there's there's some there's some bits and pieces about it that you might might be able to pick apart and and you know think that they could have done some things better. Sure. But sure. Overall. It was it was a fun it was it was a, a fun was a black, modern monster a movie. A blockbuster giant monster movie. What do you want? Monsters killing each other. Like what else do you want? Okay. It's, it's awesome. Well, then we move on to Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes. Came out in 2021, directed by Adam Wingard, who did Blair Witch, mm-hmm. the guest, uh VHS one and two, your next, one of our one of our most favorite slasher movies from the uh early twenty tens. Mm-hmm. Um okay. The next epic chapter in the cinematic monster verse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against each other. The fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. Wow. That was my that was my impression of Josh from the bloody good film podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna get him talking more shit about us. That's okay. He talked enough shit about us over the last week, so no, I'm saying you're gonna get him talking more shit about us. That's fine. Oh, all right. That's fine. Okay. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this this movie starts off with... Uh, Before you start, yeah, it needs to be said. What? Before we even talk about the movie. Okay. Alexander Skarsgård yeah. is in this movie. Mm-hmm. His IMDb picture is still the greatest IMDb picture of any actor <laughs> on IMDb. It's him with no pants on. It's him with no pants on. <laughs> it's the greatest. Do actors pick their own... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. IMDb picture. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're they're agents or whoever does it. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. Yep. Especially since he's wearing tidy whities and those fucking. <laughs> I think he's wearing. I think he's actually wearing tights. Like not not tights, but uh, nylons. No, he's I'm, not. You sure? No. He looks dark. He's wearing tidy whities. He's he's okay. got dark ass leg hair, and then oh, he's, and then he's wearing is. the uh, <laughs> what are those top part of a tuxedo? Those those grandpa's things down on the socks, like the things mm. that hold your socks up. Yeah, the clips. Yep, yep. The garters, whatever they're called. Very sexual. Yep. All right. All right, take it away, James. Okay, so anyway, Kong for (laughs) Godzilla versus Kong from 2021. That's it. Uh, Who else do we have here other than uh, Mr. No No Pants? Mr. No Pants, who plays Nathan Lind. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown comes back as uh, Madison Russell, and her dad comes back as well. Correct. uh, he's not. He's not quite so featured in the movie. No, it's just sort not of a really. supporting role. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Hall 
is playing. Uh, basically, you have you have uh, Alexander Skarsgård and Rebecca Hall. Like they're the main nerds in this. Yeah, in this well, movie. she was like a she was like she was hired by the bad guys. Who Rebecca Hall? Yeah, wasn't she? Wasn't she the daughter of the dude that was doing like the whole mech kind of thing? No, yeah. no, that no. was uh, that was uh, Maya Simmons. Ah, uh, the other babe played by Isaac Gonzalez. There it is. Who is uh, Rebecca? Quite, quite possibly one of the babeliest babes. Rebecca Hall was in a movie we did that ever did, babe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> agreed. Uh, Rebecca Hall though was in a movie we did within the last couple years. Um, and I can't think of what it is now. Was it the Night House? Was she in the Night House? Oh yeah, I think she was. Yes. We just talked. Yes, she was. Yes. Okay. Dude, okay. okay. I knew that's she looked where, familiar. I knew, I knew she looked from. familiar. I I didn't I didn't I didn't look it up. I kept thinking to myself like I need to look up her IMDb credits because but she, she looks so familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't. Okay. Some of a piece yep. of shit. <laughs> you are. Yeah, she was. She was the girl from um, uh, Nighthouse. Brian Tyree Henry, who plays Bernie Hayes, which was maybe my favorite character in this movie. He was movie. great. Yeah, so good. Um, well, I mean, podcast. <laughs> podcast. He's a podcaster. On, podcaster. Got to stick. Got to <laughs> stick together. Uh, Julian Dennison plays Josh. So uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, her character, uh, Madison, Josh, and Bernie are kind of like a threesome in this. Yeah, that's like a side quest in yeah. this movie. But it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so Yeah, awesome. like you cut back and forth between their story, and then the other ongoing story is with Rebecca Hall, who plays Eileen Andrews, uh, Nathan Lind, Alexander Skarsgård, and then the, uh, the girl, she adopted this little girl? This little girl yeah, is one of so, the, the natives on Skull Island. This is one of my big problems with the movie. What? You spend all this time in Kong, Skull Island, right? Setting up the natives and setting up all this stuff, how they, you know, like Skull Island is where Kong lives mm-hmm. and this and that. And then this movie comes along mm-hmm. and it's natives are dead. Don't have to deal with them anymore. Uh, Skull Island was just a place that Kong was banished to. And he's apparently just okay with that. But now he's taken from Skull Island, so Skull Island is now null and void. Wait, whoa, like, whoa, hold on. Wait, what? Yeah, that's it. That's the story. His, he wasn't banished to Skull Island. Yes, he was. So the the entire idea is basically, and this is according to um, the director, uh, what's his name? Fucking Wingard. Wingard. Uh, he, somebody asked him about this, mm-hmm. and and his answer was that basically Kong and, and I'm assuming it was Kong's parents, because remember in... Mm-hmm. In Skull Island, they actually mentioned his whole oh, family. He's just a like, baby. His parents were way bigger. His yeah, whole his family, family died was off. All dead on the. So I'm assuming they saw the parents, Kong's parents there. Okay. I'm assuming at least. But um, Wingard said that apparently Kong and Godzilla were both alphas, mm-hmm. and Godzilla beat Kong and banished the Kongs to Skull Island, where they just stayed, and they were happy to stay because it was their own utopia. And that was that. Mm-hmm. That's the story. That's what? why Kong was on Skull Island. Because back in the day, Godzilla won a fight and banished him. That doesn't make any sense because the skull crawlers came out from under the out from underground, like out from Well, no, well, Skull Island was was an opening to Hollow Earth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so- 
I'm just hey, I'm just telling you what 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 the man on the idiot box said. You'll have to send this to me because yeah. I didn't read any of this. Um, None of it's very concise or clear in the movie. They just kind of they kind of go with like one thread of a story and they just assume that you're going to follow it. Okay, so not knowing any of that, to me, what I picked up was um, the the events of uh, Godzilla happened. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to Kong Skull Island, which takes place, you know, several decades before the events of Godzilla. So it didn't really matter. Uh, 50 years. Right. And then the events of King of the Monsters happens. Yes. Right? Uh, Basically, at the end of that, you have Godzilla as the alpha. Mm -hmm. And you have Kong also as an alpha. But if... Kong was not in that movie, though. Kong was still on Skull Island. But was he already inside of the Truman Show dome? Yeah, see that's another that's another thing. Like maybe ran, maybe maybe while the inside of the this dome thing. He wasn't there before, now he is. But the, but also 50 years has passed. True. So how long has he been in there? Like True. did they realize sometime in the last 50 years before even the first Godzilla movie that Kong needed to be confined to this space? I mean, I don't see why he would have to be. He's on an island. Is Kong just going to swim? But you but you said that but you said that the island still had a a doorway to Hollow Earth, right? That's the idea. Which means once he's down in Hollow Earth, he can go <laughs> up any one Here's of the, the other shafts but, to but, any other part of the world. But clearly, Kong the the current Kong had never been down there because the first time that he ever went down there is in this movie. Yeah, so maybe so, the, maybe the fear was just that he was going to find his way down there. Listen, I don't. I don't know. They don't. They don't explain much. You just kind of have to go with it. I like. I like the idea that they kept him isolated because there can't be two alphas. Sure. Because Godzilla and Kong, that's two alphas. Like if they, I mean, they were. They were in fairness too. They were containing all of the alphas. It wasn't just Kong. There was no other alphas. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Not alphas. All contained. the other titans. No, all the titans were self-contained. They were just lying dormant. There was no reason for them to be not after not after King of the Monsters. In King of the Monsters, they were all being activated. All of them. There's tons of monsters in King of the Monsters. But well, yeah, they were all activated during during that movie. And so and then, and then when once, you pick up at once Kong... Godzilla had reaffirmed his alpha hood, they all went back and lied dormant again. But but then Monarch though started having sights over where all of the other titans were and started well i mean you'd want to keep yeah. an eye on them right so that so that's why kong was probably in in the dome okay yeah that, that's kind of the, that all that was he to was get there okay yeah. so he was he was the only one who was still active and they thought like if he's active sure we he should was, just keep he him was confined. never not active right so right yeah. okay yeah that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long convoluted way to get there but yes that's all right it's a discussion um yeah i'd liked it's it, it's funny how they break up and, and they really do like it, i was thinking about this in terms of like the mcu earlier and how the mcu the beast the beast on the beast is gone the beast unleashed is fucking is terrible can I, uh, can I please have another Bud Light to wash this taste out of my mouth, please. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> the the mix that we made, the Bud Light and Beast combo, 
not great. It was not great. It was it was not great, but it was better than just the beast unleashed by itself. <laughs> which is it which still, is really all you can ask for. But it was for. still beastly, so I mean that's yeah. the point of this whole episode though. That's true. It's beastly. That's true. I can't I can't take that away from you. Beastly that's, and ghastly. That's um true. so getting back to the movie. Yeah. I did like uh I liked the I liked the mixing of the two the two casts, you know? Like this is where you really started to feel For the... what there was of a mix, sure. Yeah, we They I... really didn't bring anybody back again. I mean, they brought back Millie Bobby and Kyle Chandler. And Kyle Chandler, which which I hated Kyle Chandler from the first movie, so when I saw him back in this and I'm like, they brought back the worst guy of the bunch. <laughs> like I hated him in the first movie. I didn't like him in this movie. He was better in this one, but I still hated. <laughs> he was he was better because he was barely there. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> he he didn't have to act as much. <laughs> I wish they would have. Did Bradley Whitford die in the in the in? Where did no, he go? I don't think so. Like, why didn't they bring him back? I like to. I why know haven't he, they brought I, back anybody? From these I know movies. you didn't like him, but like, he, why didn't? Well, maybe they're planning on making like fifteen of these, like the fucking. Like the, I hope so. Like the MCU. I hope so. You know. You know they brought back. Um, uh, well, so Ken Ken uh, Adamatapia died in the last movie. He's dead, right? Yeah, yeah. So he couldn't come back. They didn't bring back the girl, his assistant, um, the 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 hottie. Yeah, <laughs> like, they did. No, she wasn't in this movie. Uh, she was in she was in uh Godzilla King of the Monsters, yeah. and she died. Wait, she died? Yes, she died. How'd she die? She got eaten by Ghidorah. As Ken Watanabe oh, watched, yeah. she was running toward the helicopter and or toward the Osprey, yeah. and she, see that's she that's, got that's another thing. These up. movies, these movies kill people like that. Like there's no, there's really no like lead up. There's one scene I think it's in this movie where maybe it was the last movie I don't even remember where there's like a spaceship or whatever, and like there's a moment where you think they're gonna escape, and then Godzilla or Ghidra or Kong or somebody just crushes the ship in their oh, hand. Oh, <laughs> it was because it was Isaac Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh. Uh. uh Maya, that was this Maya movie. Simmons. That was this movie. Okay. She's the daughter of the big bad in this yes, movie. So yes. you think, well, th- there's no way they're just gonna kill his daughter off, and <laughs> and then uh. Was it Who Godzilla? was it? It was Kong. They were it was Kong. Yeah, it yeah. was they were down in uh they were down in uh what the hell do you call it? Hollow Earth. Yep. And he just grabs their anti their heave. Their heave. Their heave. He grabs the heave and you just hear her go, no, 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 no. <laughs> he just fucking and he, squishes and it. And it's like so anticlimactic. Oh, he yeah. Just, it blows up and then he just throws it away. Right. Like it's and then that character is just done. Done. That is how I feel like they handle every character, whether they're actually killed on screen or not. They just throw them away when they're done with them. I don't next movie comes along, we need new characters. I don't hate that because when you're dealing like I, I get it. Like when you're like in an extended universe, you want to see the same characters coming back and returning to their... But when you're dealing with giant monsters, especially in situations where they're fighting and you're within 100 yards of them in a helicopter, everyone's going to die. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's very... Like, real- what are you doing It's, down it's there? very realistic. You like, know what I, Millie, like, Millie Bobby at one point in time is running around the feet of oh, battling monsters. Yeah, I kind of wish they... I kind of wish they would have killed her off because that's doing? the more... Like, 
<laughs> these uh, 300 foot monsters towering above you and you and you managed to run away from them on yeah. foot as a tiny little and human come to think of it that happen. was actually the last movie as well mm-hmm. these movies are just completely blending together for me now i will say this millie bobby and companies uh their their whole story in this movie was way more interesting because i thought it was it was almost very much much um much <laughs> strange it was like actually kind of stranger things like yeah. in season three where they're where they all kind of like like sneak digging into the, into the bottom of a conspiracy kind of basically was, yeah kind of what it was uh-huh. um loved that let's let's talk about the monsters okay because that's the, those are the stars of the show mm-hmm. the human stuff is cool sure mm-hmm. what did you think of the kong versus godzilla monster aspect of this movie um I mostly enjoyed it. There was the CG was like questionable at times. There was remember when I said in the last movie how there was that line that you tow. Yeah, they jumped the shark on this movie. You kind of like how do you not though? You know, like I you just don't. <laughs> but I, what the hell else are you supposed to do? You have here's, to have Godzilla fighting Kong in this movie. So here's my problem. The the CG in this movie softened up just enough, right? Mm-hmm. To where the characters you're watching these characters fight. They Kong and Godzilla, in my opinion, had way too much screen time in this movie. Like mm. I know that it's about them, and I get that. Sure, but there was way too much of them fighting in this movie, mm-hmm. and the CG softened up a little bit between the last movie and this one mm-hmm. to where, excuse me, after a while. I legitimately felt like I was watching a cartoon because the the movements of both characters too, they were no longer based in physics. They were moving so swiftly yeah. in ways that would are not normal for like terrestrial beings, like, even at that like, size. Like uh, like Godzilla sprinting. Yeah. Is a, it was is very. It really, really started to feel like a cartoon to me, mm-hmm. and honestly, that took me a bit out of what I was watching. Um, I, I, I understand I'll, it. We're I'll watching agree with you. Giant monsters. I get it. I'll, but... ag- I'll agree with you on on in pretty much every scene, except for I will say that the scene in Hong Kong at night, I loved. Like the whole fight scene, I loved it. See, I hated it when when it was like so that, many neon lights. When it was and so much oh, light, dude, I hated I was it. Like, it. I didn't like, like it at all. It looked like the eighties. <laughs> it looked I get like that. it looked I, like it looked like the eighties and like the lighting. Because my my biggest my biggest gripe about uh, Godzilla from twenty fourteen was how dark it was, uh-huh. and the darkness. Although it made it hard to watch the movie, shrouded a lot of the imperfections. So here's here's the trade-off: the darkness shrouded a lot of the imperfections in the uh, in the CG. So the CG in the original Godzilla from 2014 looked really amazing. Yeah, it did because it was so dark. But it was also this movie. But it was also more steeped in realism. Like you could right. put yourself in in the position of those people in 2014, right? And you're like. This it's made to feel like this could really happen right. in real life. Right. But we've abandoned that at this point. We've abandoned, <laughs> abandoned it. Like we've that, abandoned that at this point. Like that, like that, like that dude, like that dude in the jet that ejected his seat in uh King of Monsters straight, straight into Rodan's straight mouth. 
<laughs> yes, so good. exactly. I we've forgot a, to mention that. <laughs> we've abandoned just like that asshole. Like, we're four movies into this extended universe at this point. We've completely left realism behind. I guess I don't it's think a, it's, for it's the a giant. Though. It's a giant gorilla fighting a giant <laughs> lizard. Get that in the middle of in the middle of. I don't think this is actually what Hong Kong looks like. No, I don't think so. But they made the choice to make it look. It looked like something out of it. You know. You know what it made me think of? Like you just you just finished Ready Player One. Well, yeah. you just finished Ready yeah. Player Two. But you. It, no, it made me think of in Ready Player One. When he describes the uh, what's the planet, uh, the planet where he goes to the uh, the so that actually is what Hong Kong looks like at night. Is it really? Yep. <laughs> well, yep. that's fucking Certain, awesome. It certainly is. <laughs> um, did you, would you just Hong Kong at night? That's it. I just googled it. That's exactly what Hong, Hong Kong, Kong at night looks like. Apparently, um, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that looks well. Maybe not. Uh, maybe not, not so many. As... Maybe not so many long light bars going up the sides of the buildings. But oh, that looks fucking yeah. awesome. Oh, um, and even the little Ferris wheel right there. Yeah. Uh, dude, I it just it, uh the uh what the hell's it the aggravated sphere? What the hell's the? Do you know what I'm talking about? Aggravated sphere. No. The 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 sphere that they party on. Uh, where where Og has his birthday party in Ready Player oh, One. Oh oh yeah yeah the yeah. uh. I, What's it called? I, I forget. It's what it's the called. something sphere, or the no the the something globe. The Atmos. I don't. Remember. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called, but uh, it's a great name though for a circular thing. The Atmos. The atmosphere. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from Ready Player One, like this city where it's just like, it's just it's out it's out of a it's out of a like futuristic. 80s movie sure i get that i do and to see king kong and godzilla fighting each other I in the middle the of this of oh dude i, I thought get it the was appeal so of it. fucking but, cool but just imagine though right you make it a little darker you make it more realistic to where you're actually buying into the fact that this could happen in real life and it makes it it adds an entirely different like another layer on top of it all but that I'm, was just missing. But I'm not doing that anymore well, at this fine, point. Fine, fine. That's a fair point. Because it's because not a bad it's, point to argue. Because it's a, I get it. Because it's a 400 foot lizard fighting a 400 foot monkey that a little girl can talk to. <laughs> like yeah, that a little girl can talk so, to. How did she is, teach it sign language? Easily, she watched Congo. Oh well, this yeah. This is Congo too, Amy. This is. Good. This is Congo Amy, 2 hungry. that turns into Rampage World Tour. That's what this movie is. Perfect. <laughs> Even though there already was and a Rampage how, movie. So how do you not like it, dude? Because <laughs> no, those are all things I, that you love. I didn't. It wasn't that I didn't. It wasn't that I didn't like it. I just, I think that I went into these movies wanting something else. What did you want? I, just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I wanted like these, these amazingly done like high tech CG kaiju movies that literally like made me feel afraid that this could happen. I don't know why. No, I that's like not... I, I want a more serious approach to it because no, the original that's, Godzilla that's is not... a very serious movie. That's not what I'm here for. I but get it. okay, I get it. the original Gojira no, from no, 1959 is that. But not... every other movie hey, after that hey, is not that. I'm not saying you're wrong. 
I'm not saying you're wrong. This is just my own personal taste for what I want. That's what that's what fucking that's what Cloverfield is for. I did not like the movie. I'm not saying I didn't like it. It just like I'm watching it and I'm just rolling my eyes throughout the whole movie. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Fuck. I think you've lost your touch, man. I haven't lost my touch. Uh, the distracted globe, by the way. Ah, gotcha. The, do you remember that scene? I do. I the do. distracted yes. globe. That yes. was that's what I was thinking of. Um, um yeah, I don't know. You've lost your touch, I have dude. Not lost my touch. This is so much fun. Imagine the, watching the underwater this. fight scenes between Godzilla and Kong were the best scenes in the movie false dude oh i loved them i thought they that were great false. that was like I thought they were great no <laughs> no hey, on the bright liked... side on the bright side this movie appeals to two different audiences <laughs> the water people <laughs> and then the people I who do, are right i do love water world <laughs> <laughs> the, the i liked i did like the like the the lead up to that scene where where uh godzilla is like making his way toward the toward the ships sure and kong can sense that he's coming and he's fucking flipping out about it he's trying to like pull the chains away and stuff like that awesome yeah the buoyancy of those boats though did not react at all to having a like fifty thousand ton ape on it (laughs) he was he literally used the boat to climb back up and the boat didn't move in the water at all well i I mean it was it was capsized no, not no. It wasn't when he climbed back up. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it was not. That cli- sh- no. That ship was capsized. No, it capsized, and then he flipped it back over. Yeah. And then when he was climbing up onto it, once it was righted, it was like perfectly fine. Oh. Didn't move. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like us climbing. That's literally like us climbing into a to a uh, a kayak. I have capsized a kayak trying to climb back into it before. But you've also not capsized a kayak trying to climb back in. A kayak. A kayak. What would you do for a kayak bar? Um, Yeah, I don't know. You've also not capsized one, I just liked liked that underwater fight scene. I thought it was cool. I thought the underwater part of it gave a cool aesthetic to it. It was cool. It was cool. It just wasn't. I don't know. Okay. What? I know we're jumping around a lot. I get it. It's fine. It's It's this kind of movie. Yeah. What did you think of the Hollow Earth stuff? I well, I like the idea of the Hollow Earth. Sure. Like it's a compelling. I don't. I you know. I don't know if I necessarily believe it, but like it's a compelling idea to me. Sure. I liked the, the whole. Like the the whole concept of the the gravity inversion, I thought was really cool. Sure. And then like once you're in the Hollow Earth, the fact that. You're it. It's it looks like a scene from fucking. Uh, inception sort of like yeah. where the world is folded in on itself and that kind of makes sense like if you're inside the hollow earth you're dealing with a much smaller space that's still cir- sure. circular sure. so you would look up and you would basically see ground from where you are i thought that was cool but the like <laughs> the whole the scene with him like with with king kong jumping into the like jumping into the gravity vortex i actually thought that of all the things in there, I actually thought that was kind of cool. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't get it because. So there's a line. He, yeah. There's a line. I get that. Here's where the gravitation, top of my microphone here, right? Yeah. Here's yeah, yeah. the gravitational pull. If he jumps up this way, once yeah. he crosses it, the gravitational pull is not pulling him up. So, no, I get that. Was the jump in slow motion then? Oh, I think the slow motion was just for effect. W- was the jump in slow motion? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. That's, I think it was that's just what for I wasn't effect, getting though, then yeah. because like. It was, he floated up. 
and unless, I was like, well, unless in the middle there, there's very there's like a lot like, less gravity. So once you get further away from it, have you played inside yet? I have not, dude. Okay, there's a scene. There's actually a couple scenes like this in Inside that you have to involving well, water. It's you, not involving air, but it's involving water. You, you have to. You got to get into it. You bring up video games, and like I'm thinking about how I want to play the new Zelda game so bad because that just came out. Yeah, I'm like, there should totally be a Zelda world where it's like that, and you can go you could up jump and back down and forth kind of thing. Between... It, it would be perfect for that kind of game. TM. Open world. Yeah. TM. Anyway, sorry, we're not talking about video TM. games. Buzzkill. TM. Um, I. I, I, my, my note about the whole Hollow Earth thing, I love Hollow Earth. You know that. I love yeah. that kind of stuff. But I thought for this movie, I was also, like, also great band. Great band. With yeah. our, with our buddy Steve Mushinsky. Great band. On vocals. Check them out. Hollow Earth. Um, I go, this whole Vortex Hollow Earth thing is kind of dumb. <laughs> Maybe not dumb, but man, they went heavy with the sci-fi. For a movie that is about a giant lizard and a giant monster, for me to say this is heavy on the sci-fi, what does that tell you? <laughs> again, like, again, though, like I'm like... The way that they... Here's what do the you thing, want? The way that they, like, turbo turbo boosted their spaceships through it, and they, they had to go through all of that to get into the, the, the hollow Earth, right? But then... Didn't in King of Monsters they go to the hollow? We just talked about this. Was that not in Hollow Earth? So why didn't he have to go through all that? No, that was just under the ocean. That wasn't Hollow Earth. No, not even close. I thought dude. it was. No, 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 not even close. They no, there was an air pocket. It was they dove but it down. Was super they, radioactive. They and dove else. down and well, yeah, because it's fucking where radio, Godzilla liked to chill out. But in but in in Kong versus Godzilla though. All that stuff in the hollow earth is radioactive. All those stones. That's all the radioactive stuff where they where it where that comes from. Yeah, but it's a completely That's why different, they mined for that core. It's a completely different place, though. Okay. It's a the 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 place the place where they followed Godzilla, where he was chilling at the bottom of the ocean. That was just a sunken city somewhere. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. I'll I'll I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. <laughs> It's just I listen, listen you can't, this is one of the, you can't take it so seriously. This is one of those film series where I'm watching it and at least every 15 minutes I just sing to myself, what are the rules? <laughs> because there are none. No, there aren't. <laughs> There's no rules. There aren't, and that's great. There are no <laughs> it's rules. Not great. Hey, listen. I get why you say it's great, but it's not great. Listen, in um, in 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 Mother- There's a sweet flying snake thing in the Hollow Earth. That and, thing was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, that the was winged, cool. Like snaky thing. Yeah. Which he also deep throated by eating it. I think Kong <laughs> just has a thing with deep throwing his <laughs> his opponents. I don't I don't get it. Um, just sucking some neck. Okay, we 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 have to keep talking here. I don't want to like sidebar because there's so much more to get to hey bro there's talk for whole, talk for another hour there is a care. a whole nother part of this movie we've not even touched on yet okay and that is they fucking have mecha godzilla in this movie <laughs> yeah that the whole the whole at the end of the last movie where king Ghidorah's head is still around yeah what they did with it where charles dan says we'll take it apparently he sold it to cyber the, cybernetic apex cybernetics i don't know what, what was the company in pacific rim i just said it is that them apex cybernetic 
That's who we sent. Well, well, well yeah, obviously. Oh, <laughs> in Pacific Rim, it's probably Pacific Rim. I have no my, idea. My, you've have you seen you've seen Pacific Rim? I we did just it for the, the first show. one. Just yeah. the first one. Yeah. Did that not kind of feel like it though, where they put the helmet on and then now they're controlling the mech? It's very Pacific Rim, and it dawns on I me. I thought it was very Ready Player Two. Well, Oni. that too. The that Oni. too. Yeah. Very very similar. Mm-hmm. Dawns on me. Legendary owns the Pacific Rim franchise that oh. also had to do with kaiju. I'm thinking uh, crossover here. It Hell needs yeah. to happen. It needs to happen. Um, so apparently, about. Ghidra is dead. They're just sucking the life force out of its head. It's alien technology to basically make GoBots. They're basically <laughs> <laughs> they're ba- so they're they're like uh, yeah they're like they're infusing the DNA from the skull. And it's kind of cool that they turn the skull into the actual battery, like, if you will. The actual, but like the dude actually sits inside the skull. Sure, sure. While he's operating this thing, um, they basically infuse the DNA from the skull into this system to where they can, uh, like, like hyperlink this dude's brain into Mecha Godzilla. Sure, and allow him to control it. But then, turns out, the DNA of Ghidorah is too powerful and takes over the shit. And essentially, you get like an AI Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, that's being controlled by Ghidorah's kind of dead yeah. brain or something. So here's so here's my my here's my because of course I have a a, a fault. Oh, you got a gripe? Yeah. Um. They they wasted an entire Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla movie by including this in this movie, because honestly, the Mecha Godzilla scenes versus Godzilla were a thousand times better than the Godzilla versus Kong parts of this movie. They were. They look cooler. The fight scenes were were cooler. Like they they could they 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 could have made an entirely different movie and made tons of money. Off of a Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla movie, and they just tacked it onto the end of this one where it didn't need to be. Mm, I think that was the point, though, because so, this movie wasn't supposed to be. I mean, it's called. Don't, God, say, it's, don't say Godzilla vs Kong because it's literally called that. It's called Godzilla vs Kong, but the but like they they basically set it up from the very beginning of the movie that it's sort of a misunderstanding between these two. Well, sure, but and so like when Godzilla and Kong finally fight each other like <clears throat> it ends with a mutual respect. It doesn't end with fucking I agree. with 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 Godzilla breathing his blue fire yeah. into Kong's face the way you would expect it to. It ends with them literally looking at each other and like giving them like Godzilla giving him like a bro nod and being yeah. like, hey, man, I fucking I respect the game. You know, like you you brought it today and we're going to end it on like we're still enemies. Slaps, but I but slaps I, his ass, cups his balls. But and I walks respect away. you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, fucking nice hustle out there, bud. And that's where they end it. And Kong's pissed and he's like. No, I get that. Like, I get that. And then Mecha Godzilla comes out and they realize, hey man, maybe neither one of us is the alpha. Yeah. Maybe maybe or or maybe both of us is the alpha. All that's fine. <clears throat> because there but and and then I love the fact that really 
neither one of them could have won this fight if it weren't for the humans either. Sure. It is sure. it's it's the it it's, that symbiotic relationship. It's that it's that true it's that true representation of the symbiotic relationship sure. between humans and the Titans because Godzilla would have fucking died or uh, uh King, King Kong would have died had it not been for the humans jump start keem starting my ha keem starting my ha with the fucking the okay. heave and Godzilla would have died if it wasn't with wasn't for the help of King Kong all right let me let me, let me rephrase then what I was gonna say yeah or what I did say Mecha Godzilla should have been saved for another movie and they should have had another reason for Kong and Godzilla to work together because the Mecha Godzilla story I feel like could have been so much better fleshed out and there's so much more they could have done with that than it just being the ending of this movie. Do you have like a, like, can you hit me with like another idea? I don't know. Do fucking. Cause I felt God, like it was pretty Godzilla, fleshed out. Godzilla has a million monsters it could choose from, from its lineage to bring into the storylines, right? Sure. They could have anything to, to, to bring in the whole like human mecha Godzilla part of it could have been a standalone sequel for a Godzilla movie. It could have been the Godzilla sequel, right? Where it's just Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. The humans are trying to take over. The other humans are trying to save them and fight against them. So you have, so you I have don't the good think, guy and bad guy humans versus each other. I don't the good think guy, that, bad guy monsters. I don't think that would have made for a good like a good full movie. Absolutely. No, because, because I don't like... Because... When then, I watch then these, Mecha Godzilla goes down, but then the head of Ghidorah starts to regenerate. So then Ghidorah comes back at the very end. Then you have another Godzilla Ghidorah thing. It works. It works. I, it. I don't. I just hey, don't. There was like three or four Ghidra monster movies with Godzilla in the original run. That's fine. I'm just saying it works. That's fine. That's not what we're talking about here, though. Like if they had done a full Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla movie, there's. It's from, one of the from, most popular but from monsters what, but from the from entire what, lineage. But from what we've already seen in this in this like new version of the the monsterverse, uh we already we already love Godzilla. We already view him as a protagonist, essentially, sure. right? Sure. And trying to set up this uh this idea of Mecha Godzilla being the antagonist to Godzilla as a protagonist. For a full two-hour movie, I just think it would get dull. Uh, why? Because you have to have you you have to like, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I don't see why that would be dull at all, like, like literally at all. I don't know. I just don't. I, I don't think it would grab me. I don't know. I mean, I I, I like I, I, can't I like possibly the idea. Understand why that wouldn't grab you if you liked the rest of these movies? Because I like the idea. It would be just of like, as over the top. It would be just as everything else. Just with a mon- with a mechanical monster versus a, a real life monster. Well, real life monster. <laughs> I don't know because you because in order for the oh, uh, it was my idea. That's why you hate it. No, no, it's just <laughs> no. I just don't like because I I I guess I kind of I also disagree that like. I, I loved the ending with Mecha Godzilla and with uh with Kong and Godzilla coming together together to defeat him, but like I don't think I would have been all that excited about watching an entire movie of that. Like I, I, think- I, I, I liked I liked the sort of like the, the, the rivalry between Godzilla and Kong seems like a big deal for the first 
three quarters of the movie, and then all of a sudden there's this other threat that they the have to they have called to come Godzilla together versus Kong. Yeah, right? and and seventy five percent of the movie you get Godzilla versus Kong, right. and then at the end they do I a do fucking like how... they do a fucking bro handshake, <laughs> and they go let's fucking <laughs> let's get at it, dude. And they defeat Mechagodzilla together. That's pretty awesome. As brothers. Pretty awesome. That's cool. I agree. I like I don't I don't I don't dislike I don't dislike the ending of this movie. I just thought that the whole Mechagodzilla could have made for a better story. That's all. That's all I'm know. saying. I just thought it was I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, hey, of course the you're whole wrong. reason that, and in fairness to the entire reason that Mechagodzilla failed is because they poured whiskey into a computer. <laughs> Let's not gloss over <laughs> this fact, because <laughs> listen, and that goes listen. back to that goes back to what I was saying. Like there was there was no way that the that the Titans. There's no way in any of these movies that the Titans ever prevail without, without the, the help sure. of the humans. Sure. No matter no matter what tiny little tiny little aspect of of the fight the humans are involved with they are absolutely instrumental in the overall success of the titan moral of the story that they're fighting in the corner of sure moral of the story what don't run your entire mecha monster program on like a dell because that's the only kind of move, only kind of computer that is going to be, fry from that. Listen, listen. I work on a on a homemade, pieced together computer at work. I have literally accidentally poured an entire cup of coffee into the the motherboard of that computer. Fucking works like a champ still. So, like a charm. The, so the fact that a little a little half flask of whiskey <laughs> can take down the entire thing. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I I enjoyed this movie. I did. I I I was in entertained. Right? Mm-hmm. Are we not entertained? We are entertained. Are we not? Um, yes, we are. I was entertained by. I just like it, it jumped the shark a bit for me. This movie. Well, it really did. Of course, it did, dude. A bit much. A bit much. But whatever. What, what, I mean, what can you expect from? I'm I'm looking at this movie as if so. This is the monster verse. Sure. I'm looking at it. I'm comparing it to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because that's kind of what it's trying to be. Is the it's it's trying to be the MCU of giant monsters, and the MCU jumped the shark after like the second movie. Sure. Well, after the first movie, really, because all of them are terribly unbelievable. So I don't know. It's funny that you it's, mentioned that. Yeah. Let's end this with a little bit of a quote from uh, the director of this movie. Okay. He says, the monster verse is at a, this is in uh, talking about how there wasn't a bumper at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. He goes, the monster verse is at a crossroads now. It's really at the point where audiences have to kind of step forward and vote for more of these things. If the movie is a success, obviously they will continue forward. But I actually think it's good that there's not a post credit scene because the monster verse is different from the Marvel universe. Just because you have a shared universe doesn't mean you have to do all the things that Marvel does. And ultimately, I think it's better with sequels to not pigeonhole yourself. I think that some of the best movies are films that work completely independently, and you can go into a sequel or the movie uh, that can stand alone. But if a movie is totally contingent on a sequel, then you're just talking about the next thing that is coming, and you can't totally enjoy that ride. Mm -hmm. So... It's funny because for two reasons. It's funny 
because that's kind of what this movie did. It's a good ending spot. If they wanted to end it, they can. Sure. But if they want to continue it, there's avenues. Mm -hmm. It works. It works either way. It's also funny because if you listen to the the latest episode of the Bloody Good Film Podcast, they're talking about Star Wars, which is why that song popped in my head <laughs> that I cut out that no one knew about. Mm -hmm. Um and the host, the the guest host that Josh has on talks about how Empire Strikes Back is a terrible movie. Mm -hmm. He's wrong, by the way, because it's it's one of the best. <laughs> but his whole reasoning is that the movie doesn't stand on its own. It depends on what comes before and what comes after to work. Mm -hmm. And that it's not a standalone movie. And honestly, uh, uh, he kind of agrees with that. Yeah. Adam Wingard kind of says the exact same thing about mm -hmm. how a movie that depends on what came before or what comes after doesn't really stand on its own. Mm -hmm. So fuck you, Josh, once again. <laughs> I'm very butthurt over the last week's correspondence, is all I'm saying. Oh my God. Get over it. <laughs> I'm I'm not for the record. It's fun. I don't all give right, a shit. Um okay, let's rank these movies. Okay. Yeah, four movies. Yeah. What what would you rank them as? So we have Godzilla uh, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and Godzilla, Godzilla versus, Kong. versus Kong. All right. How would you rate them? Um, you didn't give me a warning that I was going to have to do this. Oh, so, I'll go first. Um, I'll go first if you want. Yeah, go, okay. go for it. Um, for me, if you if you listen to the last two episodes, then you know I really enjoyed Kong Skull Island. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that one at the top of my list. Okay. Really enjoyed Skull Island. I would probably put King of the Monsters as my number two. Mm -hmm. I'd probably put Godzilla as a very close number three. Godzilla Kong at four. Okay. That, that's where I'm sitting. Um, for me, I would say uh, King, of the, King of the Monsters. Really? Okay. Hold on. <laughs> All right, so it's King of the Monsters, Godzilla versus Kong, Skull Island, Godzilla. It's only four movies. Yeah, I didn't think about this beforehand <laughs> though. I'm trying to like, like reach back and remember my remember my experiences watching them. Okay, so give the series the old reach around. <clears throat> what do you think? All right, so <clears throat> not All a right. rusty trombone, <laughs> a reach around. There's a difference. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go. God, Godzilla versus Kong. I just really had a good time with that one. Really? So yeah. my my number four is your number one. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, <gasps> followed by Godzilla. Okay. Uh, third is Skull Island. Fourth is King of the Monsters. Wow, we could not be more vastly far apart. Yeah, I might have to think more about this because I'm just like I'm scatterbrained right now. But that's. That's where it's sitting for me wow. right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that I guess that goes to prove that these movies, there's something for people with good taste, and there's a lot for people with bad taste. Yeah. I think that's why, and that's where we're at. Yeah. Okay. And agree, we're agree. And where we sit on that scale is, I'm sure, is <laughs> obvious. Is up for debate. <laughs> Why? Well, I'm sure. It's, God damn it! I just spilled beer everywhere. I'm sure it's obvious. <laughs> What's wrong with you tonight? <laughs> 
<laughs> what is going on with you tonight? Seriously. <laughs> but, well, that was my first thing that I've <laughs> that I've done all night. That was horrible. Except no, but, for except, except for, for not rec- being able to <clears throat> except for not being able to rank these fucking movies. Yeah, this is the third time you've tried to rank them. You can't ask me to <laughs> rank movies. Just like it's not a hard question. On a whim. which ones did you like better than other ones? Oh, so you didn't think about this? No. Before right no. now? No. Of course you did. <laughs> I didn't. It's not written in your notes right no. now. <laughs> I bet it does. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh that's that's where mine sit. I I I might be totally wrong about that. I don't know. I need to I think mean, about it. I don't it think more. there's a right or a wrong answer. Oh, of course. There's just there's just a less right and a right answer. That's all. <laughs> That, that's all uh i don't know are they are they planning on extending this universe even further well, or yeah what? there's a new there's a new teaser trailer just came out for uh kong x godzilla or godzilla x kong it's not versus it's x it's the other it's x because they're banging each other yeah <laughs> well well they're x's now so maybe they're not uh but yeah there is a new movie coming out there's that new TV series that we talked about last week. Oh, the cartoon. Yeah. No, no, the cartoon we talked about this week. There's a live action series. Oh, right as on. well. Cool. To, uh, about the origins of Kong Skull Island or something like that. I don't know. Oh yeah. But yeah. So I'm there's sure there's, there's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Out, so that'll be fun. Yep. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's <clears throat> Across the MonsterVerse. Um, next week, what are we doing? We have no, no idea. idea. No idea. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know next week. Yeah. When we actually talk about it. Yeah. So if you want to find us before then, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find us on all major streaming sites. Uh, clearly, if you've made it this far, you've already been listening to us and you found us. So yeah. this week, tell your local ape handler. Yeah. Go to the zoo. Talk to the guy that's running the apes and be like, hey. Or your local butcher, but we repeat ourselves. <laughs> um, uh, also, if uh, you want a free book on us, audibletrial.com slash the buzzkill podcast, get yourself a free book on us and um, you make a little, you, you buy us a beer in the, in the meantime. Buy us a beer, listen to a book. Yeah. It's a win win. It's all Randy, baby. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who Randy is, but it sounds it's hot. Uh, literally, your father in law. Did you forget about that? (laughs) All right, Michael. I'm just thinking of 21 cameras. Cheers, bud. Cheers. Have have a good time this weekend on your vacay. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. Adios. Bye-bye.